Okay, let's go for it. <laughs> All right. Let me play the lovely intro. I fucking hate your intro. Yes, we must. All right. Uh, everything's on. Okay. I'm... everybody yes this is trev which for some reason you've decided to listen to this week one of the final times on the illustrious uic radio with me this evening the indescribable is how i'll put it zach zai is with us again are you there Say it again. I believe I'm here. I don't know. Do, am I here? I believe. Trevor. I know. Trevor, I believe. am I here? Yeah, <laughs> Trevor, are you there? I mean, are any of us really here? I don't know. I can still hear your stupid background. Yeah, I mean, that's, a good, that's a good sign. Listen, I've looked for better things, and I'm still looking, but my brand is very specific and difficult. You understand. We're calling this a brand now? It's a It's a brand. Yes, everything's a brand nowadays. We're all influencers. Don't you know that? I mean, I guess I should be getting more free tickets for the things that I'm doing then. You're not trying hard enough. That's true. I am not trying hard enough. You can absolutely give. Honestly, if you buy like a, a thousand or a couple thousand followers, you could easily lie to people and say, I'm an influencer. I'm building a following. I'd like to get you in on the ground floor here. I feel like I have a job already, so I don't need to do this. But is that... See, that's that's why you're not an influencer. That's the that's the wrong attitude. I mean, I, that's fine. Uh, I won't end up on a, an island with a whole bunch of other uh, <laughs> bratty trust fund kids that uh, get stuck because <laughs> they listen to Ja Rule. <laughs> I was around long oh enough my. to know you don't listen to Ja Rule. You do not, and I I didn't know, obviously, because I was not around as long as you. I didn't, give, <laughs> I didn't care about Ja Rule. But I watched those Firefest documentaries, and wow, is there a dumber person? There, I'm I mean, sure that there are. I mean, there were a whole bunch of people that ended up on an island. So there, there were, but he is on. I don't know if it was the Hulu one. I watched both the Netflix one. But on one of those, he's on record on video saying, "No, no, no, it's not fraud. It's false advertising." Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, think, it's all on how you split hairs, I guess. Absolutely. Um, and I think it, Dave Chappelle commented on that. No, he. It was a bit. I don't know what Ja Rule has. Again, I don't. I don't know about his trajectory, 
But for some reason or another, he was relevant enough. Dave Chappelle has a, a bit mentioning him. And I don't even remember the context. I just remember Dave Chappelle being like, oh, shit, we got Ja Rule here. Ja Rule's on board. Like, that makes everything better. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can't imagine anyone who's like, oh, yeah, Ja Rule's here. This is 100% legit. Right. Like, I oh. mean, I'm nothing against Ja Rule. I, I know literally nothing beyond his late or uh, early 2000s uh, hip-hop stuff. So I don't know him personally. I just know that he was more of a reference than he ever was a rapper. Right. That's such a good summation. Um, I like how you sound like you're in a, a chamber almost. Like oh, I am. I am in the <laughs> biggest room in uh, the Fuse organization. Wait, your microphone's cut out. Come back to uh, me. I, believe, I think it's you. No, I'm, it's, I'm blaming, you're back. I'm blaming I, you. Well... I'm blaming uh, you I, and this fantastic UIC radio <laughs> broadcast booth. We can blame UIC radio. I'm all on board for that. I blame them for everything uh, right now. But uh, where are you? Because he cut out. You're in some chamber? Yeah, I am in um, what is has become the Fuse uh, e-commerce chamber. Uh, it is just a gigantic open room. If I could move my computer and So I think you cut off towards the end there, but I could hear you. Base uh, <laughs> but why are we doing this? Right? What is the point? <laughs> I mean, that's a running motto of this show, I think. If anything, that's, that's the, 100% fair. That's the tagline is why. Why am I doing this? Why are we doing What's the point? <laughs> and a lot of the times I just don't. So, you know. That is also true. That's <laughs> really the theme here. Um, well, listen, uh, regardless of not having really any sort of an answer for why we're here, we are here. And <laughs> that's what Matt. I'm clipping. Maybe, maybe it's on me. Like maybe I think the you are. I think you. Yeah, it definitely is clipping. So I don't okay. know. Yeah. Yeah. Here, I'll try and give myself. I'm watching my monitors here, so I'll try and give myself a little bit of room and uh, not try and clip out so no, much. No, that's doing but also much better. You a, a relatively even negative uh, six decibels, so it could be industry standard. Yes, I'm so glad you said that because <coughs> if you didn't, I was gonna, I was gonna request it. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Professionalism um, has always been your number one. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I mean, professional is is the other main theme. This show has a lot of main themes. <laughs> it's very undefined. <laughs> oh God, I can't wait to get out of here. Oh boy. <laughs> Let me tell I can't you. wait to get actual equipment so I can do this the right way. Yeah, I mean, you and me both, honestly. Um, well, actually, if you had given me any more than five to ten minutes notice, I probably could have gotten real equipment. Right, However, but you, uh, listen, you understand, like, if, if I'm actually here and that miracle manages to form, it's either we do it or, or we don't. So, you know, I could have said, hey, let's try to do this Thursday, Friday, but then I would, uh, that'd be one of those days where I'm just in bed for 18 hours. It's just... Right. When I get I'm... a picture of a shooting star. <laughs> exactly, a shooting star. You gotta, you gotta really just enjoy it while it's there and get it while it is, because uh, yeah, the show. That's another main theme it's of the show. Three moments before it flames <laughs> out. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, which it basically is. I mean, I say we're gonna keep going, but we all know that the last show I I'm here is is probably gonna be uh, the one to end it all. Um, 
if, if that's all. not entirely true you'll do like one episode on youtube <laughs> that's that's true I, i'll set up the whole youtube channel i'll launch that and then we do it one time and i realize i don't want to do this either uh yeah you'll see you'll send me 15 logo mock-ups and then do <laughs> one show <laughs> i'm really i really have ambition when it comes to the start of the logos i really like logos i think that's really yeah you should you should be a graphic designer is <laughs> what you're is telling all... me you should give up radio and comedy <laughs> and become a graphic designer see if i was good i would but i'm not so it's just a, a this is all Have a vehicle you met graphic designers that's true that's fair honestly uh there's a lot of room out there for people who are not good I mean, there are there are probably 150 to 200 graphic designers that graduate probably every 15 minutes, and um, and yet this is what we have. I would say most of them are um, well below your skills. So, <laughs> and they got the degree. You know, that's what's important. A piece of paper that we spend way too much money on. Um, you still there? Hello. You're gone again. God. Fix yours. I mean, I can hear you. It's a very low level, so it's weird. I can hear you, but I know there is a 0% chance anybody can hear you right now. I'm. Uh, there you are. You're back. Hang on. I'm, I'm trying to adjust myself to make myself uh, more palatable to the wider audience. This was a mistake. Always. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, when isn't it? Um, so we just keep trying. Listen, I don't care. I'll, I'll I'll spend the whole two hours of this show just going. Are you there? Hello. I don't get Look, it. what we'll do is you just talk all your parts. I've got a really nice personal recorder here. I'll just record all of what I would say back and to we'll, you. And we'll put it in later. Piece <laughs> it together. That's brilliant. I mean, it's really good for a live broadcast. Uh, Pre-recording the everything else. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of that. A guy who does a live show, but his co-host is just pre-recording his com, and so none of it, none of it actually goes together in the end. I'm just like they're I, talking over each other. How can they even focus? I would, I just, I just like the idea that I'm a soundboard. That everything on here is just some. I've been dead for 15 years, and you've pieced this back together. He's from uh, a spirit, just sort of calling in from the other realm. That's right. I mean. Well, I think we've both been dead for years. That's an accurate assessment. <laughs> um, this is, by the way, I thought of you today. I because as uh, actually speaking of what I'm trying to get to, I want to give a shout out to the folks at Pepsi, and um, they're, I guess you could say that they're the sponsor of this episode. Uh, <laughs> not that they want to be. I don't. I don't think they are. I think. <laughs> I think. In fact, you might get in trouble for saying something but, but like that. The thing about that is they have to listen in order to sue. So I that, think we're safe. Yeah. Um, but the, the vending machine here they've got is such a perfect, that perfect, like extreme cold. I just got a diet Pepsi and, uh, it was almost like slushy on the top. Like just barely, barely before freezing is how I love my soda. And so I, I don't know, they figured it out at this vending machine. I go to other places and it's like lukewarm and, and it's just miserable, but I know you are a longtime fan of the poison that is doc, diet Dr. Pepper. Um, oh, absolutely drinking one currently yeah you are exactly so we both got our poison uh sitting down having a conversation as americans should but there was actually a snapchat filter i don't know why i don't think there's a specific event but they're all out branding today and uh you know whenever i see that logo uh makes me think of you because i don't know anybody else that uh is hurting themselves as badly as you do with that specific <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to hear i'm always on your mind you're always especially when it comes to self-harm <laughs> absolutely absolutely it's the main theme of this show um 
That's just what I'm going to keep saying throughout it. Just everything, no matter what the theme is. It's a theme. It's going to be our main theme. Everything's the main theme of the show. Oh, listen. That's that's all well and good. But we're here. It's nice. One of the last times. I really don't know. Again, I have no idea when I actually am here or when I'm not here. So I imagine there's a couple more after this. Um, I want to get my favorite guest who I haven't stated yet to call it. Who's your favorite guest? You've listened to this show. Who do you think my favorite guest should be out of the people? I feel like Mermaid Guy only because I enjoyed that interview so much because you didn't understand at all what he was doing. <laughs> and he was super uncomfortable the entire time. He was, the energy there was just so, he was so happy. He was so positive, And I have no idea what to do with that. Yeah, I, no, have, I, I can have, understand that. I have no idea what it's like to be that happy. And, and I didn't expect someone, you know, living as a mermaid to genuinely be this happy, lovable person. I knew he'd be eccentric, but I thought there'd be some sadness there. I still think there is. I, I don't know if it's just really, really deep down or, or if he has conquered the misery of life and said, you know what, if you just live your fantasy, that is the key. Maybe it's some sort of Don Quixote situation. I never read that story. <laughs> yes, we have mermaids fighting windmills all over the place. Right, and uh, <laughs> you know that's the the meaning uh, we should all hate clean energy. That was the moral of that story, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, that's, they will give us cancer. Yes, um, that's yeah, unfolding before our eyes. Real life, Don Quixote. Um, absolutely. I don't know. I, here's the thing. I feel like if I live my life as a mermaid, I might be happier. Um, maybe we're wrong that's in what, that we're trying to live our lives as humans. That's the Don Quixote. That's what I'm saying. It make, maybe he figured something out that I have never been able to tap into. Yeah. Um, when I was in fourth grade, which is way too old for this, I genuinely believed I was a Pokemon or not a Pokemon. God, uh, a Power Ranger. That's what it was. Right on. And I had convinced my best friend we were both Power Rangers. Uh, I have the ability to start cults, I think is what that comes down to. I have the ability to sell this ridiculous notion to my best friend and myself. And again, I think being in the fourth grade, I mean, even it was like only a couple years later, that same best friend, former best friend, I should say, uh, came up to me and like, why the hell did we think we were Power Rangers when we were in fourth grade? But I, I can tell you what, I was happier at that time. I don't know if it's just because I was younger and life hadn't really revealed its true self to me yet. But I, be I believed in, specifically, I think it was the dinosaur era. I don't remember. But they have all sorts of different themed Power Rangers. And uh, that was my thing. And I think I mentioned that at the end of that episode, that it got me through the day in that miserable, you know, rural wasteland of a town. Believing you have some sort of supernatural thing, um, it's a nice fantasy. But I can't, you know, the same reason I'm not religious, I can't I can't buy into something without the evidence, without the proof. I really can't. I don't know. Honestly, I think that's the reason people like Harry Potter so much is because Harry Potter is so rooted in that. Right. You know, it's it's all there. It's built in your world. You just can't see it. Um, and Absolutely. I think that's, you know, that's the joy of that. Uh I think that's a really good point because even like the people my age and younger who found it when they were kids, it's continued to be a part of their life, even into adulthood. Um, and in a very like personal, like some people even put like witch, you know, Gryffindor or whatever the hell it is on like their 
Tinder bios and like it's a really it's a part of their identity. I mean, I'm just honestly surprised that there isn't a uh, like a dating app for oh, there's people who be. love you know. It's just it's the Sorting Hat, Harry Potter. This you could even call it that. You're onto some. If this is not a thing, we, okay. we can this episode. We cut it off right now. We, <laughs> we go just go do this. A Hogwarts dating app. Well, I'll tell you, it's it doesn't look like it's an app, so I think we're okay. But there is. I'm looking at it right now. Datingformuggles.com. Well, I, no, I heck with that. I want wizard dating. I don't. Well, I we're not muggles. I, this is like uh, that's not the you fantasy. Know, when, when women go on and look for sugar daddies, this is. I need my wizard. <laughs> I need. I need my wizard. I need the magic. Uh, well, it looks like she's pointed. I don't even think this site has a much like my show has an identity because it's got this, this woman like blasting something with a, a wand, and that's a wizard, right? It's not a muggle. Yeah, no, I believe. Yeah, if you have a wand, you are most certainly a wizard. I'm stupid. And then we got a list here: fifteen best free nerd dating sites, uh, and it looks like it's just the regular. Sites. Wait, there are fifteen nerd dating sites. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's not. The first one's Match.com. It's just a dating site with nerds on it. Uh, number two, they got Zeus. That's just a dating site. Um, Geek Nerd Dating, pretty uh, self-explanatory. That's one. Um, now, but- what do you have to qualify? So, Geek Nerd, do you have to like post your uh, League of Legends ranking? Right, or, uh, <laughs> right. Like, I want to know. I want to know. No, what, League of Legends. What they do. League of Legends is uh, ToxicAssholes.com. That's what that dating community is. Um, this sounds like you have some personal experience here. The, is there is there some uh, hurt we need to talk about? There ever? actually is. Some of the most toxic people in my life um, were the ones that play that game. And it actually has gained a reputation online. People, it's like a red flag if someone plays League of Legends. And I, at first I just saw the memes. But two of the worst people in my life that I've ever had the misfortune, one that I dated. So, yeah, it's a lot of projection here. But <laughs> I mean, I could tell you, I... I played League of Legends, but I'm so bad at any video game that the only thing I can do is play against the computer. Okay. Like, I'm legitimately right. not good enough to play against human beings because I would assume all that toxicity of what you're talking about uh, would just come spewing out of people's keyboards. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you just said you played League of Legends. The worst people in my life. Um, so I think even that you, the fact that you attempted it uh, puts you on that list for me. So. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and for many other reasons. Yeah, I mean, that, that can't be number one. <laughs> no, 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 of course not. Uh, GeekyFriendsDate.com, Match Geeks, Plenty of Geeks, Hot for a Geek, Trek Dating, Star Trek. Now, that's someone's onto something there. Trek um, Dating's the only one that I actually legitimately believe so far. Uh, Whovian, Love. Okay. Doctor Who, of course. Dating for Muggles, there we go, they're number 10. Oh, God. Now, is Whoopi in Love a swingers app? Because I really feel like if it's not, it should be, because they regenerate constantly, right. so you could constantly be going to different people. I completely agree with you, and if that's not the case, then we've also got a second one we've got to develop now. This there is our go. ticket into Silicon Valley. <laughs> uh, we make love for losers. That's a, that's God, a, that is a beautiful tagline. That, that really, really right. is. Like that's a perfect tagline for uh, love for losers. For any, any nerd dating site, love for yeah, losers. Just because maybe that's what we call it. But just because you are a loser doesn't mean you can't find love. No social skills. No really, problem. Really don't like being around people. No problem. <laughs> the internet will help you like everything else. Oh, you already found your white nationalist community. Now find love. <laughs> right. Pepe's, uh, whatever, the frog, I think is his name. Uh-huh. Um, 
dating for muggles is on their brony mate, of course. Okay, yeah. Mouse Mingle, what is that Disney? Oh, it's Disney. Hmm. Oh, Mouse Mingle, now there you go. You can find your uh, prince, princess, or anti-Semite. Or toad, I don't know, some people. Doesn't the prince start out as a toad? And then you um, in it? maybe one of them. <laughs> well, for uh, me, it's all of them. But when it, that happens one time, it's oh, every story. Yeah. I think that was the first uh, non-white. Uh, oh, that's the most princess. recent. But I feel like that's been a part of fairy tales for a while. That was there's not white people because I don't think that's no, true. not that part. Uh, <laughs> not that part. The uh, the frog part, of course. Fair enough. All right. Frog representation definitely beat people of color by many years. <laughs> <laughs> You could you could be a horse. You could be, you could be a frog. bestiality. Bestiality <laughs> was accepted way before interracial relationships in Disney. <laughs> that was a huge. Uh, we, we listen. Other species, fine. Other colors is too far. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, the Grimms were just luring small children out in the forest and killing them. So <laughs> I mean, that's you know. The, the Grimms are probably not our best uh, moral compass. Not at all. Not at all. But then again, many of the things that claim to be a moral compass, much like this show, uh, are not. Uh, Wait, we best. claim to be a moral compass? I think I have a couple of times. <laughs> I'm sure it's in there. We, like, I have some ownership. In oh, uh, I mean, as, by virtue of being part of this, you're now part of my influence. So Jeez. I'm taking you down with me. Um Sold. Does that mean I get to be part of your Instagram influencer and I don't have to do any of this? Is that is that how this works? But that's a good – the thing is I'm not good at that. So, so one of us has to do it, and I've already shit the bed on that. So uh, you're the Mr. Uh, car dealership, social marketer. I think you could throw together some things, and actually you could lead the Instagram and be the influencer so I don't have to do it. I think it's how that should work. I mean, you're going to have to start paying way better. And that's the, that's the, that's the main issue with this program uh, right yeah. now is funding. Yeah, uh, yeah it's the, the influence is fine. We can influence. It's the, the money. The money behind it, which I am uh, I am attempting. It hasn't been approved yet, but I'm I've, I've briefly dipping my toes in advertising this program on Reddit. Uh, it is pending approval. The headline for it is, if you make me famous... I promise to defeat Amy Schumer. And I don't know if they're going to let that happen. I really hope they do. It's not a physical threat. So I don't think it should violate any rules. Now, are you going Elizabeth Warren where you've stated an exact plan on how to make this happen? Or are you going Joe Biden where none of that matters? You're just going to say it's going to happen. I love. White guy can make it happen. I love being as vague as possible when it comes to it. There's no specifics. What am I going to do? What am I challenging her on? Am I trying to replace her in the film roles? Am I trying to replace her influence and replace her in Comedy Central? There's no specifics. I'm just going to broadly defeat Amy Schumer. That's fair. That's, that's, there is nothing beyond it. And the way I like to describe it is as if she's this sort of dragon that's breathing fire on the village and I am the knight that will save us and slay the beast. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> Does it? Does it make sense? Sure. We'll okay. go with it. I uh, got nothing else going for me. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Cause I know people hate her and that's the only reason um, I personally have nothing against Amy Schumer. I mean, you, there's some clips that really make you think she might've stolen some jokes and I hate Chuck Schumer for being just a complete waste of life itself, and she's related to him. But other, I mean, I really am not a person that hates Amy Schumer, but I do love how passionately it seems across the board people hate her now. And and so 
Uh, I'm just trying to get people on my side. So anybody you hate, anything you believe, Here's I'm. Uh, it's it's actually happening. I don't know if this is because she's listening or if this is just some <laughs> serendipitous coincidence. But Melissa just texted me. Melissa, my girlfriend, said, yes. I don't care. Tell him to take my money now in regards to taking down Amy Schumer. See, so this, apparently, <laughs> this is what you've I, already got backing. It works. Now, it really has. I've gotten tons of positive feedback on Facebook. And so I know the Reddit community is going to be with it. And I really think if they let this ad be approved and you're they're scrolling down their feeds and they see someone who is finally stepping up to the plate and saying, we can do this. We will defeat Amy Schumer. I think we have a good chance at reaching people. I really do. Now, do you know the conversion rate between Reddit gold and actual money? Because I feel like that's really where this is going to break down. Um, Wait, well, no. Reddit gold doesn't have anything to do with advertising, does it? No, I was just making a shitty currency joke. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> then uh, I was given Reddit gold recently twice, and I realized how worthless it was. Yeah, uh, it does it literally does nothing. nothing for you, which it, is why I always find it so so interesting when somebody gets excited about Reddit gold. I know, and then here's the thing. It doesn't even make sense because a gold isn't even enough to buy someone else a gold. It takes, now that's wonderful. You right? can't even pass it on. <laughs> you can't even pass it on. It takes like 300 coins, and it only gives you 100 to, to get more gold for somebody else. It's absurd. I'm, I'm a huge fan. And um, actually, once you get gold, you're let into this stupid community where it exclusively has its own rewards. You know, the rest of the Reddit is like gold, silver, platinum, bronze. And uh, there's, believe it or not, there's something worth less than fake gold. Uh, and it's fake silver and fake uh, bronze. Wait, can I give someone a, a bronze? Like, can I give someone Reddit bronze? Oh, wait. I'm going to buy credit <laughs> just to give somebody Reddit bronze. Like, I will only pass I actually think you're right. It stops at silver, I think. No, God, I know. that would be so amazing. Just pass out third-place medals. Like, that. Would, it just in real life, just walking around <laughs> handing out third-place medals would make me really happy. Listen, there's a whole subreddit called Reddit bronze, and it's just people asking if it's a thing. <laughs> and it's not I'm so, I'm so excited I know oh god you're right though the moment that becomes a thing what a beautiful thing to give someone just the lowest possible acknowledgement yeah <laughs> just reddit reddit bronze even the silver right now is just like they get silver and that's it that's its tagline <laughs> um, we got <laughs> Adriana uh, from I believe central Illinois she might have moved um, a fan of the show says your show has me cracking up at work right now. Your hate for Amy Schumer is perfection. See, we're reaching people. This is my message. This is my platform. I'm I'm glad we can make people laugh at work. <laughs> That's and we are slightly better than uh, dead end jobs. Right. It's, it's, I don't know that she's in a dead end job. She could be a, a freaking astrophysicist. I have no idea. Adriana, let us know if you're at a dead end job. Um, but you know that. Just the fact that we made one person laugh means we're worth more than Reddit gold. Um, so that's good. Listen, we got to take a first break. Uh, we are live on the air, UIC Radio, one of the final times. You're listening to Trev with my lovely co-host, Zaya, uh, coming to us from some sort of sex dungeon is what it sounds like. <laughs> and um, we will be right back. Brought Enjoy to you by Lufus. Bought you by Lufus, and uh, you can quote that. They 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 will appreciate that much as as much as Pepsi also appreciates being sponsored. Well, this is like the anti uh, podcast. We're we're scaring away corporate sponsorship little by little, and guaranteeing I will never make any money from this. We'll be right back on Trev. 
You are listening to UIC Radio, online 24-7. Your number one hit station in town. Bringing you another hour of the hottest tracks from around the globe. From around the globe. Hey, everybody, welcome back. How about that transition, huh? Wait, hold as on. always. Wait, okay, you're back. What'd you say? I am. I said killing it as always. <laughs> Thank you. See, these are very new. I had the production guy trying to make uh, you know, some bumpers, and uh, I didn't have the heart to tell him, but he, he, he was good. He found the sound effects and everything, but his voice is not, his voice is not good. And, and some of them, <laughs> I just, let me see if I can find some of them. Some of them are just amusing. Wait, so we're just going to out this guy on live radio because yeah. you didn't like what he did? I'm over it. Fair enough. <laughs> Let me see. Is this working? Hello? Play. Oh, well, I guess uh, I'm not allowed to. Today on USC Radio. Ridiculous. We'll use that. We'll use that. For something else. Oh, my God. Maybe Windows. Does Windows Media Player still exist even? Is this a thing? Oh, wait. Nope. I love just listening to you try and be a broadcaster. <laughs> Top-notch radio. You know, here the, th- the thing of this is I uh, deleted them, and that's why I can't make fun of them. But I thought I could bring them back to life, and it appears this computer uh, hates me. Yeah, blame the, blame the equipment. I mean, I'm going to. <laughs> Wait, what's this one? Hold on. Wait, I might have found one. God, this is just like, <laughs> this is like teasing at this point. I can't. It really, it really is. It's not. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, this is, you know, someone telling me to be a better person, I guess. This is like consent in Alabama. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, listen, they're 50th in education. All right. <laughs> that's an achievement of something um okay listen the point is some of these are they were silly but that one i kind of liked and and we use it so how about that we're getting professional sort of uh just, I, I just like that we have the hottest tracks from around the globe not two white guys talking for two hours <laughs> when we left for break if anybody's tuned in uh the first song was just this really hardcore rap song that was in the computer before I like messed with the playlist a bit. And and I thought about just keeping it that way because it so does not match the identity of the show whatsoever. It's just this hardcore hip hop breaks. And then you come back. Hello everybody. And welcome to Mr. Whitey Whiterson. Well, uh, I mean, we did play two red hot chili peppers no, after say- that. So that definitely upped <laughs> our uh, stupid white cake. That's red. what I'm saying. I changed it to be more <laughs> accurate. Um, Californication is the go-to basic whiteness uh music anyway so i looked at the statistics for the show recently because i'm always curious where all my sisters the sisterhood uh as we refer to it uh is listening from and i wanted to share that i was very surprised by the results chicago in fact where we're broadcasting from is second uh in my relationship the first is san francisco the gay mecca um, which I'm very proud of, and I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, I've said many times on this show, my goal is to be uh, the gay white Oprah and and to be a gay icon. I mean, I am a gay icon, but I need more people to realize that. Uh-huh. And so the fact that we're so big in San Francisco, I mean, it looks like there's tens of people over there listening, and, and that's very exciting. 
Um, then third is San Jose. So it's that whole region. Uh, it appears to be. So what was the scale on this graph set to? Because I feel like I, I was in a, I was an RA in college and uh, they used to show us graphs all the time to show us how much better we were right. than everybody else. And we were always miles ahead of everybody else. But then if you looked at the scale, it was at like tenths of a percent right. that we were really different. Right. But, you know, they scaled their, their uh, graphs to make it look like we were amazing. Right. And so I always wonder, um, exactly, was there like four versus three people? Or <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What? It's based on plays. And, uh, yeah, it look, I mean, it could very well be one of my friends made the mistake of trying to listen and then they accidentally reloaded it a couple times, and so there was three plays in San Francisco. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's most likely that. But when you just look at the graph, it's really satisfying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ignore the numbers behind it. The vague – see, that's what we really like, though, in this country. We love vague graphs and vague slogans, and that's what seems to be, you know, I'm going to defeat Amy Schumer, and, and I'm not going to give you any specifics. And people love it. Let's build this wall. Right. Let's build Cells are humans. <laughs> Corporations are people. Right. That's all you need. Um, and, and, I mean, that's been the go-to for the religious right for a long time, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. If you have a slogan, it doesn't matter the specifics or the reasoning behind it. You get people on board. And I've said that from day one, the gay community if, and the black community, everybody. If we want equality, we just have to have better slogans. Uh, and, I mean, I feel like of those communities – Slogans should be relatively easy. I mean, you do have so many creative people in that group. Uh, what's what's your problem? Why is Trump beating the gay population right now? That's what I'm saying. And, uh, I mean, the answer to that is probably we're busy doing better things. <laughs> the biggest... Like bitching about Game of Thrones? Absolutely. absolutely. Do you watch that? I, knew you, you... I do. I do, actually. Because uh, I have no thoughts uh, on Game of Thrones, and I've avoided it. Because I am very dedicated to being the contrarian asshole who is proud of not liking the thing that everybody else likes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's just me. So, of course, I didn't watch it. But you did. A lot of people I see, I mean, nobody's going to be happy. The thing is, a show ends and nobody's going to be happy with how it, nobody's ever, I have never heard, other than Breaking Bad, uh, I've never heard someone enjoy the way a show ended. Um, I mean, this one was just, and realistically, I'm not going to, you know, be part of the, the sounding board of why people hated right. the end of that show. But realistically, they took like eight seasons to build up to one battle <laughs> and then had three battles of that size or bigger in three episodes. And so usually you got like a battle an episode right. and then those battles were justified by seven to eight episodes of people talking um and love it or hate it that's what that show was and then they went to the last season and they're like look we know you're bored with talking so here's <laughs> all of the fighting and screw the story and everything that happened could have been justified and people would have been happy like had they have made it four times as long as they did people probably would have been fine but the showrunners were done right they were over it and that's what we get. So I'm not angry about the beats. I'm not angry about what happened. I just don't feel like they honored the rest of the show. You know, the other eight seasons that people had invested into it. Well, it just seems like that was a pretty, pretty terrible end. Well, listen, Marvin from California is writing in. Uh, he says Game of Thrones is bay. 
and he loved every second of the ending. So you're wrong. Yeah, no, and that's fine. <laughs> um, again, I don't mind. I didn't mind the ending. I just thought that uh, there should have been about 12 more episodes in there uh, to justify everything that happened. Why did they rush it? Why did they end it? What what was because the show was going strong? Why didn't they milk it more? I mean, who decided they were done doing it? Uh, I I don't know. I don't. I, I know that showrunner is just kind of a a blanket term for any number of people in uh, yeah. in a creative capacity. That's fair. Um, but basically, what it, what I understand it as is that those people were done doing this show, and much like you, they felt that they had seen it through its course and that they were just done with it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, you know, they had put out their epic, and right. uh, you know they were they're going to move on to bigger and better things. I think one of them is doing Star Wars or oh, Star yeah, yeah. Trek or no, something. It's the I new, don't know. It's the new Star Wars, uh, I believe. Which yeah, uh, that's I, good. Did for you Mike. just? Um, <laughs> are you okay? Did yeah. You, okay. Did you fall yeah. down? Are you? Uh, no, that was just me very uh, graciously setting my cup down on oh, okay. my desk. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Yeah. A lot of anger. No. A lot of anger or something in that because that was a really hard set down. It was, yeah. No, it's just uh, I've changed my angle trying to reverse some of the uh, reverb in the room. Is that helping? It, uh, by... I think it might be actually. I forgot that you did it, but I you do. I think there's less of an echo. Right. Well, I, I have a whole bunch of random studio foam that's not up in the wall yet. Uh, so I tried to build myself a little mic booth here yeah, um, I'm in on the that. the center of this gigantic cavity that I'm in. Well, listen, I still like the idea that you're in a sex dungeon. So in my mind, you're like all strapped up. And uh, like hanging in, in uh, suspending from the ceiling, like how yeah. they do. And then one of the straps broke, and you just sort of thudded onto the that's ground. Fair. That's what that's in my mind. That's what happened. And and uh, that's exactly how it went down. Yeah, and and this is I'm starting to just live fantasies that make me happier, as the mermaid uh, taught us. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm totally fine with that. I'm glad. Uh, I think glad. I think everyone will be happier if we just all live in our own reality, which, to be fair, a lot of us already are. Exactly, and so my reality, uh, as I hear, is a big hairy bottom. And uh, he is calling from his sex dungeon in between grinder hookups as we speak. Uh, I believe it was uh, whatever we decided the Whovian one was. Wait, yeah, that's what you are? Yeah, I think so. I feel like if there was... Oh, wow. Uh, I guess I probably shouldn't read that one on air. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I just I, My girlfriend is chiming in um, from the abyss that is your radio, massive radio audience. <laughs> and uh, she she was rather pleased, maybe, with your description of oh, uh, me in a sex dungeon. You can share I'm that. I'm not sure. You can share I'm leaving. Nobody cares. Literally, it was just, yes, please. So I don't know <laughs> what that was. Like, I don't know in what part. Like, maybe she wants me to be a bottom. I don't know. I'm already hairy, so it can't be more of that. You know what? Uh, I mean, we should hear from her because I want to know. Melissa, if you'd like to, you can call in. Um, yeah, she definitely knows how to do that. I'm, <laughs> give, out your, to... give out your number online. Uh, I am. I'm looking. It's uh, 312-413-2191. Or you could go to radio.uic.edu and, and click it. Uh, but 312-413-2191. Let's get Zaya's uh, girlfriend to tell us uh, if she wants him to be a big hairy bottom. Because uh, I would agree. I think that's your. I think that is who you are, and and perhaps you haven't discovered it yet. Her response is try everything twice, which is my life motto, and then uh, nope. So it sounds like <laughs> oh, maybe she's not she is, oh, she come is on, Melissa. Your offer. I got. I need content, Melissa. Do you under, You want me to defeat Amy Schumer or not? 
She says her voice is awful, which is true. She is uh, so, she is recovering from a sinus infection. Yeah, but everything so. about this show is awful. I don't disagree anyway, with that. Well, listen, she's going to be difficult. I don't know. This is... Uh, what do you see in her? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I see. Now, here's the thing. Is since I didn't have an instant response to that, uh, I had to I'm going to get in trouble. And I but, had to fill it with uh, laughter. There's no good way to answer that in, in any kind of comedy sense. She's a nice human being, which I've never been. So uh, Right. That's... And see, why... I'm, you know, I am so excited to leave, and I was thinking about it when I left. Even as you know, as horrible as my hometown was, there were people there that I thought I cared about, and then most of those people moved away. But at the time when I was leaving, that um, there was a sort of a bittersweetness. And then I lived in California for two years, and when I left there, there was a real bittersweetness, and it felt like there were people I loved and things I was leaving behind. And now that I've decided to leave Chicago, I feel none of that. I feel zero attachment to the people here i feel zero i mean there are a couple people and if you're listening okay it's not you uh (laughs) but like 99 percent of my experience and and people i've met here have been absolute garbage and i'm not gonna you know put that on the city of chicago itself because it's such a massive city and there's so many people but this university and this community in the near west side of chicago uh, man, I just have not had a good time, and I, I I gotta get out of here. I just. But you love the 24-hour food delivery. So would you take 24-hour food delivery, but deal with terrible people, or do you want better people and shittier food availability? Well, that's because why... that's realistically what you're dealing with. I mean, it, it, and I'm glad you pointed out because it's absolutely the dilemma. And uh, <laughs> the way I've lasted three years is through that. But what I look at it as is the. You know, ordering uh, poutine at 12 in the morning is me medicating the environment that I'm in. And so if I change the environment, I might not need the medication. I mean, I'm always going to, you know, shove horrible things into my body at ungodly hours. That's just part of who I am. But in Chicago, it's so excessive because, as you said, yes, any time in the night, you can have poison delivered directly to your door. And it's wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. Um, but I do think it is, and it's something that is the major challenge I had to evaluate when I decided to make this move is, do I want to live in a place where I cannot have lasagna brought to my bedroom at three in the morning? Uh, and, and it, you know, I'm not convinced it's the right decision, but we're going to find out. Do you think Garfield would be in a totally different place if he lived in 2019? I think he'd be much like yourself, a big hairy bottom, uh, that that's also true. I definitely <laughs> see Garfield kind of being uh he's snarky but he's submissive. That's a great tagline. And <laughs> uh I think he'd be a very lazy bottle, let's be real. And and uh that's always an unfortunate thing when you run into those. Uh I know you have much experience with that. Uh, I well. feel like I would be a lazy bottle. Oh, too. absolutely. Like, I feel like if I'm gonna like if that's my lot in life, then I'm just gonna literally just sit there and take it. Listen, I'm a lazy top, and uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. So I can criticize, you know, Garfield for being a lazy bottom. But meanwhile, I mean, this is the definitely the pot calling the kettle, whatever. Um, I uh, yeah, as if I can as much pleasure as I can get <laughs> with as little effort put out. Uh, that's that's really what it's all about for me. See, I'm a big fat guy. That doesn't work for me. Like, you can't be a big fat guy and then go into sex uh, real lazy. Like, like that that's gonna disappoint everybody. So, well, no, I'm, uh, I'm if, not saying if I ever want it to happen more than once, I gotta go in full force. 
Well, the the thing I do is I, I trap someone into a committed relationship, and then I am disappointing for about a year before it it dies off. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah that, that's my formula. Um, so this is Doctor Trev's love talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just find someone, get them attached, then completely not do anything you promised, uh, and completely reveal your true self and be a disappointment, and see how long you can drag that out before they realize time to go. It sounds like working in corporate America. Uh, a little bit too. So uh, it's I mean, really I, just kind of a th- it's it's our overarching theme. It really is the overarching. I mean, it's the theme of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Callback. Um, but I'm actually, I mean, I just realized there's nothing I'm gonna miss, and there's nobody. If you're listening to this and you're a friend of mine here, um, I mean, there's like two of you that I would say are real friends. The rest of you, uh, I really don't care about. Um, I love that you're starting this weird battle royale with people in your head. Like, you know, all of a sudden, these two people have to figure out who they are uh, <laughs> out of all the people that you know. Uh, well, listen, uh, if they want to tune in, I might reveal it later on in the show. <laughs> I, yes, please. Just I milk, start, <laughs> start listing your only friends. I that milk, would be fun. I milk every aspect of my personal life. I know you haven't listened to uh, much of anything, but last week's episode... Uh, I covered James Charles, which is the the gay guy that everybody hates right now, and he made an apology video for whatever he did, and in it he starts talking directly to his mom, and he's like, "Mom, I know you want to fight this battle for me, but I ask that you not." And I was just like, "Can't you send your mom a text? Why would you? Why does your mom have to find out uh, what you have to say?" Like this other 48 million people. How else are you going to get viewers? Well, that's what I, I mean... said. Maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. You're like the only way you talk to your mother is if she also likes and subscribes. And so maybe that's what I'll start doing. Be like, Mom, listen, I know you want to talk, but for God's sakes, I have a radio show. Just call it. Yeah, no free rides. No, no free rides. No free lunch, as Betsy DeVos would say. Because, you know, <laughs> she's never uh, experienced something just being handed to her in her life. Never. Uh, what? So no, not at all. She got that job because of her intimate knowledge of the education system. Absolutely, and she married and and uh, screwed her way into that wealth uh, with hard American work uh, ethic. Is what that is. That's just the American dream. Um, <laughs> have sex with someone and and then be a leech to their life. I mean, that was basically what you just said your love life was. So. Yeah, you're just it, not doing it as successfully. Exactly. I'm not going. I don't. They don't even have money. I don't even know why I was. I mean. Yeah, I, I'm just not very good at picking my uh, my clients, if you will. Um, I don't, client is, I don't know if that's the right <laughs> that's word. A weird, that's a weird way of phrasing victim, that. Maybe? Uh, victim, maybe? Anyway, I think that's more accurate. Uh, listen, in addition to being one of the best broadcasters who've ever lived, uh, I'm talking about me. Um, of course, yeah. Just, just to clarify. Certainly. I'm also a brilliant writer, and I wrote a piece uh, for the website Medium, if you haven't checked that out yet. Uh, I believe my handle on there is Trevor Church Comedy as well. And uh, I wrote a very nice piece, I feel, and I've gotten some positive feedback, and we've actually gotten some new fans from it, uh, about um, the whole love the sinner, hate the sin thing, and why that's garbage. Um, and my grandma, I think my grandmother read it, and if you listen to this show, you know who, what she is. Uh, my grandmother's the single most conservative right-wing Christian in my life. And um, I think she read it. I don't know if she read all of it. I certainly don't think she understood it. But uh, the reason I bring this up is because it's so interesting. Anytime I criticize, what I'm effectively doing in all this is talking to my grandma in a very public way. Um, So all these things about how Christians treat gays and being in the closet, it really is me trying to talk to her and get that closure I never had. It's very deep stuff. But she doesn't seem to understand that, like, Whenever she reads something like that or she hears me say, 
you know, Christians shouldn't, you know, hate gay people and all that stuff. She'll send me a text, and that's how I know she read it. And she, the text is always the same. She goes, Trevor, God's not mad at you. God is not mad at you. He loves you. And I'm like, no, I don't think God's mad at me. I don't think I did anything wrong. I'm I'm saying I'm mad at you. That was the, the point. But she just thinks that I'm walking around thinking that God's mad, which, to be fair, I mean, Part of me probably does think the universe hates me, and, and, I, and I get that. But it's not because I'm gay. Um, and so just what an interpretation. Uh, and check it out for yourself. Again, I'm just promoting my, my brilliance in writing. But, um, yeah, she just thinks that I think God is mad at me. Uh, when, in fact, no, I am, I am mad at you if you're listening, Grandma, which she doesn't. Nobody. I, mean, I think that's just a very Christian thing, though, is the ability to deflect oh, any yeah. responsibility for most anything that's said or done by the larger group of Christianity um, in the name of they're doing it in love. Right, exactly. And, and it's a way for, she completely dissociates herself. Like it wasn't her, nothing was, it was, I just think I'm having a spiritual conflict and I think God's mad. I mean, it's my own problem. And it's not at all the fact that she, you know, when I was six years old, told me that I can't be who I really am. But listen, uh, you got to take care of yourself. So read that piece, um, I think, especially if you're a listener and you're gay. Uh, I think you'll find, or queer, any part of the community, I think you'll find some value in it, and I'd appreciate feedback. Um, now, Trev, hear me out. Have you tried praying really hard? <laughs> uh, you know, I never gave that any thought. Uh, no one's ever recommended that to me. No one's ever told me that, and I'm completely blown away by this revelation you just gave me. Look, I think I think that maybe if you just prayed pray it really away. hard, if I could just and, pray it uh, away, you know, believe that you were you were healed, that maybe God would take away this horrible affliction on you. You know, have I ever told you you'd make a great vice president? <laughs> I'd make a great assistant principal. You, what? <laughs> <laughs> just you're really good at that. Let's be clear: not the most powerful role, but the support role. Uh, actually, no, I think I'm wrong in that. It was assistant superintendent. I get, I get all my go. roles confused. I actually like the assistant principal. Right. There you go. Um, anybody in Canton, put that together. <coughs> uh, <laughs> but listen, we're moving on to bigger and better things. I hope, uh, is the point here. And I'm going to the West coast. Cause as we saw in the, the data, uh, it appears that that's where three people who love me are located. So you're just following your audience then. I, honestly, I feel like you should go live in the uh, Ferguson Comedy Club. Uh, if we're being 100% honest, I feel like uh, you would do great there. Is that a thing? Do they have like housing for uh, homeless comedians? I mean, no, but there are a lot of <laughs> abandoned houses in St. Louis. So I feel like That's uh, true. That's depending true. on how, your tolerance of being shot, you could certainly find a house in St. Louis. That's a good point, and I want to thank uh, you and everybody else in St. Louis for bringing uh, that city up to number 11 on my listener chart. Uh, Absolutely. Which is a coveted, a coveted. Everybody loves being in 11th place. Um, it's a very coveted role. Uh, weirdly, the, the and then there's Central Illinois, so that's, none of that surprised me, but Virginia also. We have some people in Virginia, and as I went down the list, there was one in Saudi Arabia even. So uh, I think I have some of the terrorists listening. Um, and I think I've beckoned to them before, because uh, listen, I I'm going to talk about Pete Buttigieg in a second, um, and on the surface it seems like I like this guy, and I want to I want to tell you guys why I don't. But on the surface, I am all for a gay person being president in a position of power because I always support uh, gay power, and 
I truly, you know, a lot of people claim that the gay community is actually not, they don't want equality. A lot of conservatives say we want gay supremacy and we want um, superiority and privilege. Uh, most gay people don't. They really do just want equality. I, however, genuinely do want uh, gay supremacy and to put all straight people in camps. That is my belief. And, and so uh, it would not surprise me if some extremists in the Middle East um, appeal to that message as well. Um, I feel like, you know, if you're going to have equality, that means we also need gay terrorists and gay terrorism. So that's what I'm trying to represent. Your thoughts, Zaya? Now, do gay terrorists <laughs> just use glitter bombs? Yes, yes, exactly. That's why it's not very effective. You haven't heard one on the news because we haven't killed anybody yet. Just severely annoyed a whole bunch of people. And and that's what I'm really good at. So I feel like that movement, <laughs> I can really get with that movement because I'm already good at what they do. Um, the data doesn't lie. The data doesn't lie. There's one guy over there who's really into us. Uh, <laughs> someone asked me the Fresno on the charts. Fresno was, uh, it was up there. I think it was above. It was probably number eight or something. I only saved the top five because uh, fuck everybody else. Um, get there a, were a total of eight entries. How did you not? <laughs> right. How did I not save every single listener? Um, I can't go with anything more than five. <laughs> nope. I'm going to, because if I elim if I cut it off, I can imagine there's so much more below. That's fair. Um, we also got, uh, we talked to Adriana earlier about her dead-end job. And in fact, she replied that uh, I'm a direct support professional for RJD Inc., basically an in-home nurse for the physically and mentally disabled. So um, Adriana's actually not at a dead-end job. She's doing very important work, unlike both of us. So uh, shout out to Adriana for that. That sounds like a great purposeful. Yeah, I've job. known I've known quite a few people that do that, and uh, most of them are really good people. And I have no uh, reason to think that she isn't one of those very good people. So good on you. At least you're trying to make the world a better place. Where Trevor and I just sit here and make terrible good or bomb jokes. <laughs> but we make people who are good laugh, and I think that's something. Yes, they look at our lives and go, man, thank God I'm not those two. <laughs> I was doing bad, but I'm not that, you know? Right. Um, and that's really why we're here. I wipe someone else's ass today, but I at least have prospects. <laughs> I wipe asses, but at least I'm not an ass uh, is really the motto uh, for them. I don't even think <laughs> losers I don't, find love. <laughs> I don't even think losers find love. I think that is our legacy. If I'm going to be real, uh, we really got to go after that because we, we really do. If, if nothing, it should be a terrible YouTube video, like, much like my uh, song parody I tried years ago. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous country cover of uh, what even was the song? What did I? Uh, I don't know, I'm but not... I feel like that should make a that should make an appearance on a YouTube channel just to let people <laughs> Listen, enjoy if, your. If for some reason Conan ever has the mistake of having me on, I'm bringing that clip in. Uh, Are you gonna Paul Rudd this? Like, yeah, if you ever yeah. get on, you will you'll only ever show that terrible high school that video is... of you doing a not even Garth Brooks cover. That's uh, if, if you haven't seen it just google paul rudd conan it's one of my favorite running bits is whenever he has a clip for a movie he actually just plays a clip of a movie that was a horrible ripoff of et i even forget what it's called um but anyway fresno i don't know on the charts i know they have wonderful meth and that's what's important um and i'm, I'm going where the fans and the meth are that's the plan what qualifies wonderful meth well, you've seen. I think it's blue, isn't it? Breaking Bad Tatis. It's just got. Oh, be so we're we're just going straight TV reference. All right. Absolutely. I mean, that's, I'm living the fantasy. That's real. I thought you could get like strawberry or watermelon flavored or something. 
it's like uh vaping weed or something like they have coming up yeah right like you know, i'll be able to go down to my local methoporium and uh get get something that'll help me sleep or something that'll help me pick the scabs off you know what what really <laughs> helps what helps you pick the scabs off that's really what we're trying to get at uh to, on today's show and uh listen it's almost time for our second break if it feels like we've accomplished nothing it's because we have <laughs> um i am going to share some thoughts on people to judge simply because i said i would uh i've covered him in the past but I, I don't think i really put it out there i do have a clip i'd like to possibly play no um because i know zaya no. re- really loves it when i include clips but it is audio based um it, i don't know if it was madonna directly or just somebody on her team but there's someone exposed this live performance it was really really horrible and back and forth compared it to what they actually uploaded on the youtube channel and corrected it to um and, and so it's a fun little clip and it'll make Zaya mad, and that's the reason I do really anything. <laughs> when we come back, that Pete Buttigieg, uh, me trying to very ill-advisedly stop taking my meds and how I'm doing with that, all that and more, listen to the decline of a life in real time, Trev, on UAC Radio. We will be right back, everybody. And what a... Great transition, man. I just... <laughs> Radio. Thank you. Let's see if this music and culture ignite. Uh, I don't think it's gonna work. Oh golly. Well, isn't the thing every everything? That was tracks nice. from around the country. Just keep it's doing that. Radio. Keep doing that until I do it. We have all your favorite comedians, <laughs> Trev Richards, some other guy, that one girl. Oh, let's see. We'll be right back, everybody. And we are back here on Never Funny with Trev Richards. Uh, Zy, are you there? I'm just really happy we waited around for that last song. Are you? <laughs> Debo, Debo, D. Debo, Debo, D. Don't, don't hate on it. That's the new Vampire Weekend coming at you from UIC Radio. Um, we also played uh, my one of my favorite bands, Smashy Pumpkins. We threw that in there. Yeah, why do you make people try to like <laughs> Billy Corgan? Because uh, I will forever stand Billy Corgan. Is that the lingo the kids use? Um, I have no idea. It is. Uh, get with it. Come on. You're not that old. I was old when I was a 25-year-old yeah. English teacher. I, I can't that. imagine what I am now. I feel that. I'm a 23-year-old nothing. Uh, so, Anyway, uh, listen. Uh, he actually replies to me on Instagram sometimes. We, I feel like we're best friends, and uh, that's part of why I love him so much. Today he was actually very open on his Instagram story about uh, dealing with his being fat and being ridiculed for it and being so self-conscious. And so I sent him a message saying, hey, you know, I, uh, I'm all of those things as well. And he said, thank you for sharing that with me. Uh, probably an assistant or somebody sending a, a pre-written thank you message. Um, it's probably automated. But anyway, no, he doesn't have enough money anymore. To <laughs> I know that really, assistant. that's why it really is him. <laughs> He's just sitting on Instagram. I love it. I love, and, and I, I'm not going to talk bad about Billy Corgan because I love him, but you know, the, the celebrities that I have ever interacted with, Roseanne, uh, Marlon Wayans, Billy Corgan, these are people who are classified as celebrity, but their, their time has definitely passed. And so, uh, they have the time and the accessibility to interact with someone like me. And uh, so my favorite my favorite people 
to interact with are people who uh, who used to be famous. <laughs> I, love, I just love it. And are slightly too old for you to know who they really are. Well, that's why because I they have to because that's they are of uh, a generation of fame that has completely disappeared. The '90s fame, a lot of those people did not hold on to it, and so you know, um, in 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 years time when I'm still desperately trying to cling to some sort of relevance, uh, I'll do whatever the next generation of people who are no longer talked about might be. Anybody from the Big Bang Theory, I'll probably become best friends with them. Uh, <laughs> uh, God, did you see that show's ending? I, I talked about it last week. No, I, I have not watched the Big Bang Theory outside of when my parents turn on the nerd show oh. uh, when I, I am with them. You're El, El Presidente, your father, is a fan of that show? As much of a fan as you can be without ever bothering to learn the name. That's a, okay. It's very passive, very yeah. passive. Much like uh, I think most Christians are towards uh, their faith. It's just very. I I I I, taught, I have this in my life in the background. It comes on Sunday at ten a.m. <laughs> right, exactly. It's right just, after the news. It airs every week. I'm there, uh, and I completely tune out while it's on. Sometimes there are donuts. Uh, <laughs> it's really just that an was, hour for me to think and you, balance my I, checkbook. I am still such a fat kid that I still reminisce about the donuts when I think of that church. That is the the, the donuts were the highlight of church every Sunday. I mean, donuts were basically the only thing that parents could then tell their kids why they were going. Like, right. as, as parents who didn't really want to go, I know for a fact my parents went because we went to a parochial school and there was like a required attendance. And if you didn't hit that, you paid more money. Ooh. So you basically had to go to their church. Uh and and so the donuts were basically the only thing that drew you there. Like you paid ten percent of your income to get a shitty Bello cream donut. I completely relate to everything you're saying. <laughs> uh, we definitely have a kinship in this area. Uh, what is the food like? By the way, we talked about how I can just lay in bed and have uh, horrible food injected into my body. Uh, with the touch of an app, what is that scene like in St. Louis over there? I feel like, I mean, definitely not as good, but does it have a scene as Uber Eats? Uh, do you guys do that over there? It exists. Uh, the really the only thing you could get delivered with any consistency late is cookies. Weirdly enough, we that's have, not a bad uh, thing though. I love a late night cookie. Oh no, and they're great. There are two different places. I'll give both of them shameless plugs. There's Hotbox cookies, uh, and then there's Insomnia cookies. Oh, we have Insomnia uh, in Bloomington, also, I believe. Right on. Yeah, and I don't know. One of them is owned. It was created by a guy who is at Mizzou. Uh, he's a friend of a friend. Um, and I don't know which one is which. They're both delicious. Um, well, listen, but yeah, you can get hot like out-of-the-oven hot cookies delivered to you at basically any time of the day. And we just brought them tens of business, so uh, shout-out to those companies. I love the, the concept, you know. Um, I, I think I could, if that's all I had, I think I could still survive if I were to live in St. Louis. Uh, I'd have Grinder, I'd have uh, those businesses, so I'm late at night, I can get all of my cookies delivered at once. And, I mean, there are white castles on basically every corner. So right. I'm pretty sure they Grubhub or, you know, Uber Eat or something. So basically, no matter what, you can always, as long as there's somebody driving, you can always get white castle. I don't like that you glossed over the fact that I referred to boys as cookies as well. I said I could get all of my cookies, grinder, 
and the th- the actual cookies delivered at once. You just completely ignored that. I, you know, honestly, I was so interested in White Castle. That's a quote. That's such a quote. That's what we put on the album art for the show. Honestly, I was too interested in White Castle to listen. Yeah, no, I mean, that's 100% <laughs> true. I have had White Castle delivered. Um, and, uh, you know, it is everything it claims to be, which is not much. Here's the thing. Everyone who buys the actual sliders is wrong. Right. Um, if you want good food at, at White Castle, it's the waffle breakfast yeah. sliders. Okay, so see, I saw that, and I, for some dumb reason, I didn't get that one, but it looks phenomenal. No, the waffle breakfast slider, you can get at any point in the day. Right. They fresh fry an egg for you. They have delicious waffles, like they're little mini waffles. It's basically what you want a McGriddle to be because uh, right. it, it's still kind of sweet, but it doesn't have that stickiness that makes it so you can't touch anything for the rest of the day. Right. Um, and it's they they have nice crispy bacon usually. If you're a bacon guy, they have decent sausage if you're a sausage guy. But, yeah, you can get a waffle slider literally any time of the day. They have hash rounds any time of the day. This is and you good. can get both of those <laughs> with a side of mozzarella sticks, and that's a win for me that's a that's a win for you and a loss for your body and with absolutely <laughs> everything that's a win for me is a loss for my body my favorite two that's things are uh ben and jerry's and oh, fast God. food so i love I'm how gonna... this just turned into a complete commercial endorsement of white castle uh we've got a lot of endorsements on this show today i just don't want you to talk about pete Budeleg or whatever his <laughs> name just, is. We're, we gotta talk about the important issues which is white that's Castle. actually you know what i'm fine with pete Budo judge whatever yes i, just, I, I don't know uh no, but i just don't want you to play the stupid video that's all i want <laughs> if we can get out of this because the second you play the video i'm ending the call so <laughs> i just want you to know my segment ends that's fair the enough second you turn on the video fair enough uh because i don't know if it even fits in where we're going anyway so you might lock out we'll see um, I'm doing my damnedest to keep you off topic <laughs> as much as possible. Well, listen, everybody, if you're listening, this is Trev. Uh, we're talking about the important issues right now, White Castle, uh, Sliders, and all of the qualities they're in. Leave us your breakfast thoughts. Breakfast sliders, specifically. Specifically the breakfast. Don't don't mess around with the regular sliders. I need to know, sliders. Trev community, <laughs> the sisterhood. text in, uh, write in. Put up smoke signals. Tell me if you've had White Castle breakfast the, because White Castle breakfast is where it's at. The only way to listen to this show is while enjoying a nice crispy waffle <laughs> slider from White Castle. <laughs> oh, I so want that to be a commercial now. They have also they also have Coke freestyle guys. So I mean, you're winning all the way around. You know, those bother me though because I feel like the nozzle can't completely eliminate the flavor from the all the previous flavors that have gone through it and it always tastes a little off for me here's yeah. the thing and this is this is a, a top tip for anybody that uses fountain you, sodas to you, begin you with you do the water you never you never put your cup straight to it you always press the button once or twice to make sure that you're not getting you know just foam or nonsense you know right. clear soda water nobody wants that i want pure sugarified uh sludge going into my body at all times this plain water nonsense not about it so always test that nozzle first make sure that you're good then it also cleans the nozzle out for you so when you put stuff in your cup you're there so um i know i know that you're still an amateur but i'm trying to help (laughs) you out this is life-saving advice uh for all of us out there and i appreciate that because i have not tried that every time i go in english but i can tell you how to use the soda (laughs) i mean if you've done nothing else in your life at least you've done that um 
We got Marvin in California again says that he actually prefers the regular sliders without onions at White Castle. So, well, Marvin's wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, he's also disagreed with you on Game of Thrones. I just think you and Marvin don't get along. I think that's the, the lesson here. That's um, me and 90% of the population, yeah, though. So that's fair. It's not a uh, statistically unique not at all. I mean, I mean, the odds were against us uh, getting anyone to agree with what you're saying. Absolutely. Um, so, listen. How does Adriana feel about White Castle? Adriana. How <laughs> Adriana feels about White Castle? She's actually in, uh, by the way, we, we, I, I wondered if she was still in Central Illinois. She's in uh, Southern Missouri, actually. So you aren't far from each other, I believe. Really? She, did she end up at SEMO? Where, did, where is she at in Southern Missouri? Oh, no, she Why? said Central Missouri. Oh, Jesus. Even worse. <laughs> what, what, what has happened, Adriana? Adriana, People? what happened in your life? Why is it going so wrong? Um, you went from Peoria to Central Missouri. That cannot be an upgrade. <laughs> Listen, I'm going from Chicago to Fresno, so I'm all about the downgrades. You're uh, going at least to the coast, though. Like, that's so true. So you're going from the, – the best thing about Chicago is, as we've talked about, 24-hour food availability. Right. Um, Portillo's and Chicago style pizza. Right. Beyond that, and relatively decent public transportation, there's nothing redeemable about there's Chicago. There's really not. What an overrated city. <laughs> I will say that. What an overrated. Greatest comedy minds come out of that city, but no, totally that's overrated. Because it's such shit. That's that's where comedy comes from. Misery and Chicago's proof of that. I can tell you that. Um, Watch Kyle Kinane's Twitter. That is uh, 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> Love Kyle Kinane. Um, both of us got to meet him at a show. Great guy. Uh, that actually came up in my timeline the other day. Uh, direct quote, at the Kyle Kinane show, oh my God, how many beards? That is uh, a <laughs> direct quote. <laughs> how many beards? That's great. That's absolutely great. Uh, and both of us fit that description, too. Like it's just Yeah, 100%. Much like in the way you are required to enjoy a nice, crispy breakfast slider from White Castle while you listen to me. You are required to have a beard to enjoy uh, the comedy styles of Kyle Kinane. You are. Actually, I saw him once without a beard. He came to St. Louis and played a really cool venue called The Ready Room, uh, and he didn't have a beard. That's sacrilegious. And I'm joking. It was 35 minutes of his set. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? I mean, right. that makes sense. Uh, I don't even. I don't want that. I don't want to see him without a beard. I don't like that. Some it's people. Not did you, disconcerting. It's disconcerting. Some people need the beard, and then some people absolutely should not. Stephen Colbert's beard. I don't know if you saw that for a while, but what a mess. What a nightmare. Um, I have a friend that uh, just recently, I had only known him as a beard, uh, and he was a big, not a big guy, but a jolly guy. He always, you know, he's just one of those guys that has the kind of face that just a beard fits on. And then he started working for a, a big oil company, and he does lab testing, and he can't have the beard anymore. Jesus. And I don't want to talk to him. Yeah, like, right. I love him. I do. I think he's one of the best human beings in the world. But I cannot look at him anymore because his face isn't right. Yeah, that's just exactly. I mean, when people sometimes they make the wrong move when it comes to the hairdo, when it comes to the facial hair, when it comes to the anything. And you're just like, I don't I really uh, it's a true story. In high school, my best friend, whom you've met, uh, Mitch, he uh, shaved his head once. And I didn't talk to him for three months until it grew back. <laughs> I absolutely back then it was still sort of I was mostly focused on the fact that I uh, wanted his penis in my mouth. And so the friendship itself hadn't fully established. Um, and so when the hair was gone, there was zero attraction. And I am I am that shallow that most of my friends are just people that I wish I could have sex with. And the moment that that is gone, that appeal, um, I completely delete the friendship out of my life. 
wait, am I the one person that's around that you don't want to have sex with? Is that like my one calling? It's me and Courtney? Yes, actually. In fact, I think you, uh, big fan of the show, Courtney, she listens to no episodes, and uh, uh, Dre in uh, Springfield. I think those are the three. Those are the three people in my life whom I'm able to have a relationship with because it's through digital. It's not actually real life. So I don't have to look at any of you, and that's why the friendship lasts. Oh, so you're, you and my relationship is a lot like mine and my father's relationship. Yes, as long as we're not in the same room, we're great. I mean, to be real, it's like my relationship with your father as well. Also <laughs> true, yeah. Um, Zaya's father, El Presidente, one of the finest presidents of an RV community that's ever lived. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a bold, I mean, that's, that's a high bar. Um, he, a uh, big fan of the show, and he loves to, to write um, comments that don't make sense a lot of the time. Makes zero sense. My, father's, <laughs> I, my father is the pinnacle of person who has no idea how technology works. <laughs> he has no idea but what's going on. adamant he's going to use it. <laughs> I love it. He's got no idea what's going on. That's the kind of people I like to listen to the show because I have no idea what's going on, uh, and it works. You know um, how your, your phone will give you, like, emoji suggestions yes. or the things that's literally how my dad texts me he, like, just, he doesn't yeah. realize that it doesn't make sense to me when he's doing it he's it's like the those um memes or whatever that say finish this sentence yes. with autocorrect and he's just that's actually just how he lives his life he's just like it really is. he's yeah, like it's... what is the phone telling me to say today <laughs> i'll send it, it really is like i think he thinks it's just that's... like serendipitously <laughs> knows what he's trying to say I think and that's, so i like the that he thinks that the way to use phones is you have to say what it tells you to say that's just how it works i think that's 100 <laughs> percent the truth siri what am i saying today <laughs> just send send uh, hey, Dad, I just wanted to check in, make sure you're okay. Lasagna, not ready, Wednesday bathtub, send. <laughs> Poop emoji. Try, hang on, let me find the last text message. Please do. Sent me. I gotta, I gotta there see is what this was. nothing I love more. I'm in a Facebook group, I'm on a Reddit. I love old people who do not understand technology but adamantly use it. It is such a joy on Facebook. There's a, a, a group called... Please show to Jim, haha. Um, and then on Reddit, it's old people Facebook. They're essentially the same uh, content on both of those. So whichever platform you prefer, just looking at old people uh, and people with Alzheimer's, <laughs> I think is what it is. Try to use Facebook and meme. It's it's such a beautiful thing. Um, aside from minions, which have cursed uh, our existence, most of it that comes, most of the things that come out of it are very enjoyable. Adriana has written back uh, with the important update on White Castle. Are you still there? I am. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking. I was actually relatively disappointed. I I mischaracterized him. The last seven text messages you sent have been legible. Then just we got to lie and exaggerate. That's how comedy. It's true. I just I was looking for a good one. Uh, <laughs> his last one that was kind of out there was very cool. Three spaces exclamation point. Three spaces. The word TV, a picture of a TV, the word star, and a picture of the star. And what was the context of the conversation? Anything? Uh, if you watch U.S. soccer at all, I was uh, I ended up on TV quite a bit during ah. the U.S. women's national team game. In uh, St. Louis. As I am a professional loud person. Absolutely. And so uh, that that lends itself well to soccer chanting. So I was the, the head of the... AO St. Louis. And so section. he said very cool TV star, but in in just the most cryptic way. <laughs> most cryptic way, absolutely. Uh, that's like a Carrie Fisher. She had an amazing Twitter where she would 
only communicate through emojis. And, I'm a huge fan of that. And using the shapes of the emojis, uh, it actually c- would spell out words, and it was incredible. It's actually one of, probably my favorite Twitter account I've ever seen, um, and, and her legacy, really. Um, Adriana has written back with an important update. She's never had White Castle, which is a shame. Uh, and and sh- Adriana, you should, whatever you're doing, I don't care you know, if you're you know, wiping someone's ass or really saving their life right now. Uh, you need to stop and go get a White Castle slider. Uh, Depending on where she's at, though, if she's in central Missouri, like there might not be anything there. I don't. So take a trip. I'm so I'm no so excuse. concerned for her. I'm knocking on doors right now. We, we, our religion is White Castle, and we're going to promote that now. That's that's part of my brand. Um, also, she left Peoria, which is a hub of white nationalism, and went to <laughs> uh, central, central Missouri. Missouri, which is a hub of white nationalism. I'm getting really concerned for Adriana. Well, listen, Adriana claims in the same. Uh, message that for reference uh she's in columbia missouri and it's way better oh okay no she's in columbia that's not central missouri that's a college town that doesn't count oh adriana stop lying to us yeah no that's fine no i'm glad i really am i'm I'm genuinely happy that she also went to the only place in missouri with another high v (laughs) high v uh wonderful grocery chain for those of you in the west coast and otherwise um, you say that sarcastically. It is uh, again. We've been talking no, it actually real is really hard good. button topics here. Hy-V is my favorite. <laughs> it's a great show. <laughs> I mean, when you get us together, it's just gonna talk. It's gonna be about food eventually. We're both fat asses. It's just gonna happen. I, I, I've written thirty-five minutes of stand-up comedy, and <laughs> twenty-nine and a half of those minutes are about Hardee's. About so. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the monster burger. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah, eat well, like you mean it. No, eat like a fat. <laughs> yeah, eat like you can say it. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I know you. As don't, you can but, tell, uh, I've been cussing away on this show. I've I've plugged my wonderful employer, Lou Fuse, so many times. So oh, I want to make sure that uh... clean it up. Clean it up for Lou Fuse Mazda, or uh, or Chevy, Buick, GMC, Toyota. What do you need? <laughs> I love. I mean, we had to promote. Yeah, I guess that's the one benefit of you being on here. If you're in the Missouri area and you're looking for a car and a deal, Zaya is where to go. Yeah, no, uh, find me on Facebook, and uh, I'll ignore you like I do all of my former students. <laughs> That's I actually. Apolo- I, I apologize mean... to Nate Sherbin, who will never become one of my Facebook friends. <laughs> I liked him, but he's never going to become a Facebook Nate, friend. Sorry, Nathaniel Sherbin, I love it. He's uh, specifically tuned in the last time you were on. Uh, Nate, he's not going to be your friend, so give it up. I'm sorry. I, I, he's not a bad guy. It's just my rule is you have to have left Canton, and uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's Nate's game. Nate, uh, we believe. I think he wants to. I really do. I, I'm sure he does, but, you know. Any, some of us any have quality with, human being would want to leave that town. I'm sure that's true. And, again, nothing against nature, but just. Nothing uh, against, but, Nate, we're not talking to you until you leave. So Yeah, he's, he's just not. I don't feel like he's adding that much to my life. I don't need to know <laughs> the, the daily happenings. Of Nate, Canton, if you could like, deliver a slider. Uh, you'll, you'll get on his good side. That's right. A breakfast if you could, slider. If you bring me some breakfast sliders, breakfast Nate, sliders, and then we'll talk about Facebook friendship. And a diet Dr. Pepper, and he'll be your big hairy bottom. That's true. And if you throw if you throw in Ben and Jerry's, I'll be whatever you oh, want me to God, be. Oh, dear God, I will be. I mean, I would already be anything he wants me to be. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I, but uh, the Ben and Jerry's, I mean, would be ecstasy for me. Yeah. And uh, Zaya's girlfriend's already on board with all of this, so he'll be as submissive as you want with Dr. Pepper and the sliders. He, if you, you're what you eat. If you give him a, a slider, he, no. Uh-huh. I, I was trying to make the word slide into a sexual thing. Oh, you could. Is it, 
Do you really have to try that hard? You don't. I but for some reason I got just very confused. <laughs> like I never like the, the the very conservative Christian that I once was came back and is like, I don't know what bad things are. I like that we somehow to make make everything that isn't sexual sexual. Yet the one thing that is <laughs> I totally I bombed. I, I yeah. The one thing that was very, very easy, just right there, the word slide is yeah. such an easy yeah. sexual term. And I just went, no, I don't think that's, I don't think that can happen. <laughs> and I mean, White Castle is notoriously greasy, so you already have it. It's, it's, it's already there. already lubed up and ready to go. Right? Excellent. Uh, Adriana's sending us maps now. Listen, Adriana, we get it. We know where you're at. <laughs> uh, I hope she's, she's telling you that she lives, like, right behind the Hy-Vee or in the Hy-Vee. She's literally, like, uh, she's got it on her wall, and she's marking with thread. <laughs> <laughs> to show me where she's at in Missouri. <laughs> I like that she's going analog with this. Yeah, she she went full like she's like got some sort of conspiracy now. She's wilding out and like just drawing on a map. <laughs> I am in central Missouri. <laughs> uh, and it just says wiping asses above it. <laughs> Listen, Adriana, I'm not disparaging your work. It's actually very good work uh, <laughs> that I would never do. Uh, I could ne- I could never devote my life to other human beings uh, like that. You could um, barely devote your life to your human beings. I'm not, so. Yeah, I'm not even good at that. I can't take care of myself, you know, which is why I uh, hope I never make the mistake of having children because it just that's something that shouldn't happen. No, I, I this just shouldn't. Uh, I can't. I could not control a, a, and effectively help another human being. Uh, in their life, uh, I like it, the idea that you're gonna accidentally have children somehow. Like that's even that's though I'm gay, it's gonna happen. The odds are. It <laughs> well, would... I just happened to impregnate another man, and <laughs> now would... I have a child. It would be. It's it's so hard for me to accidentally have a child, but I feel like it's gonna happen. I feel like that's my destiny. I just I hook up with a transgender gentleman who does have the physical ability to get pregnant, and there will be. Well, good luck. <laughs> I think that's all you could say at that moment. Uh, <laughs> we had a listener, Junie, over in um, somewhere. I think the San, whatever that area was. What was the other one? It's not San, San Jose. Over in the San Jose area, wrote in uh, to the Instagram account and said that he wants Trev to do a BDSM episode. And I don't know quite what he means by that. If he wants an episode where I discuss the culture or if I just do my show normally in BDSM attire. Uh, which I like the second option the most. I'll gladly come in and do the entire show at a ball gag. Abs- like. Absolutely. I mean, anything to stop you from talking, first of all, would be excellent and an improvement. Um, but we gl- I would gladly accommodate that. And we could bring the show to you. Uh, <laughs> and I want the ball gag to be a nice crispy breakfast slider from White Castle. <laughs> That would not last very I was long. Gonna, be, a, that would not be an efficient ball game. It would be too tempting. You would not be able to just let it salivate, sit in your mouth. And uh, <laughs> what a challenge that would be. <laughs> it's uh, like one of those things where you see the guy that stacks the dog bones up on the dog's nose and he just sits there patiently until he tells right. him he can have it, except without any of that patience or grace. I feel like this really isn't that much of, a, of an exaggeration. You could easily work sliders into your sex life with Melissa. I feel like that's... <laughs> I feel like this is more really a, a blueprint than a than a joke. <laughs> at this point, I'm. It's actually from experience. I'm oh, I say, yeah. This is reminiscing. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It makes. I was. I was gonna say, but I wanted you to come out. I didn't know if you were comfortable uh, being exposed as as a slide of sexual. Um, I hope. So. 
I hope she's still listening to this. I, I think I've. I'm so disappointed. I walked over slide is sexual. It's so beautiful. You're welcome. Uh, that's why. That's why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> that's my only. For, that, for those ten seconds a day where you could do some kind of word. Play. I brought. I brought it back. I I've, I messed up the slider earlier, and I brought the word. And I made it something. Uh, I had to redeem it. So listen, uh, we've said a lot, and and none of it has mattered. <laughs> Not one bit. Not a single thing. <laughs> um, I think my therapist has given up on me completely at this point. <laughs> uh, and I don't bl- he's a smart guy, so I don't blame him. Uh, yeah. But he's just literally not responding to the emails at this point, which is is really something for a professional client relationship to give up that hard. Uh, but I was supposed to have one of my final appointments last week, and I totally just slept through it because that's how much I really am committed to making myself better. And, Here's the uh, thing. I tried. I, I went. I don't know if you saw on my Facebook. I tried to go to a, a therapist for the first time ever. Uh, and I called the guy and talked to him and said, hey, this is my first time. And then he didn't show up. <laughs> and if that's not a sign from God, what is? <laughs> that's like uh, in California one time when I had first moved over there, I was very alone. I didn't know anybody. And, and I was so sad. And once again, food is my drug of choice, typically. And so I walked to just the shittiest Chinese buffet there is. And it's a 20-minute walk in the Central Valley of California in the dark, just desert. And, and me, sort of uh, like the Charlie Brown music when he's sad, just sort of <laughs> sulking to... <laughs> yes, there you go. There we go. If we had any sort of professional uh, production, that would be playing right now. Um, <laughs> and then I sulked to the Chinese restaurant. I eat at a buffet alone for dinner during a weekday and i get the fortune cookie at the end and i thought you know i'm so miserable i'm so alone i'm so depressed and i don't really believe in anything uh certainly not myself uh, but maybe this fortune cookie will offer me some you know sign or whatever and so i break open the fortune cookie empty completely empty the fortune <laughs> it was the only time in my life a fortune cookie didn't even have a fortune and i took the sign for what it was <laughs> this is this is uh this is your life uh empty so listen uh you called the guy you didn't show up did you just give up at that point yeah no i just uh, <laughs> like well apparently therapy's not my thing it's just a sign that uh listen uh you are damaged, but it's just not going to get better. This is just who it is. So just yeah, I just I love that he didn't call, he didn't show up. Nothing! Like, of, of all the people that <laughs> you would assume have some kind of responsibility in life. Like, imagine, uh, I mean, I'm the sure... The guy just didn't do it. I'm sure you have some issues, but imagine someone with severe, like, abandonment trust issues getting that guy. Oh, yeah. And no, just, 100%. Like, <laughs> yeah. like... Well, this made everything worse. I can't even trust the one person in the world who's paid to be trustworthy. I mean, yeah, that's no, their, their me, job it's, it's, is to be trustworthy. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've both been given plenty of signs at this point. Uh, so, yeah, my guy, I mean, he's never done that to me. I've always been the one to not show up on him. So I completely don't blame him for not even emailing back at this point. <laughs> uh, but that's where I'm at. I mean, and I'm trying to stop my medication. Um, Lexapro, is, if anybody knows, is a very... You can't just quit it, and I'm not following anybody's advice, and I am trying to just very periodically take it. Um, I, You know, there's side effects, but what I like in, and this is, you know, I think this would be a sign to any professional therapist uh, that I shouldn't stop taking them, but I like that my anger, it never went away, of course, but I, my, th- I'm ranting to myself in the shower again. You ever do that? You just have the imaginary arguments with yourself in the shower because uh, that's that's coming back, and I missed that about me. 
I'm just in the shower screaming at imaginary coworkers again. Uh, I I actually, and it's a thing that I've realized living with another human being is that I was alone for so much of my life. I was a, an only child. I lived all, basically alone in the first place I taught. I lived entirely alone uh, in Canton for the most part. Uh, so I talk out loud to myself way too much. <laughs> like, I, right, I, yeah, totally. I physically, I not, not even like the interior arguments where you're like fantasizing. I literally have an argument between myself out loud. That's I mean, totally, and 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 you look like we look like insane people. We look totally like we should be committed. Look um, like, yeah. Look like, yeah. Exactly. It's just, it's not what it seems. You know, it's like singing to the shelf in the shower, right? It's just like a song. It's a song of hatred. <laughs> song of say, uh, hatred and gravy. Song our George R.R. Mountain. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's the, final, the final piece in the, the saga. A song of hatred and of anger and gravy. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, listen. I think we can do, you can stick around for another segment if I don't play the video, right? <laughs> I have to go home at some point. We got, I know listen, you don't have a life, but uh, some well, of us do. Well, listen. Uh, Let's be real. Melissa can enjoy if she's at home. I don't know if she's home. Is she Melissa home? I think she is. I think she might be waiting on me to to do some kind of housework. So that's going to be disappointing for her. Well, let's let's disappoint everybody and wait a little longer and do one more segment. All right, sounds good. All right, uh, I don't have a transition as usual. So Zai, if you do the this is UIC Radio coming at you where music and culture ignite. I'm still not ready. Keep going. <laughs> God, I hate our DJ. This guy really doesn't know how to press the buttons. Here at UIC Radio, where music and culture ignite. What I love, real quickly, is that you don't even go here, and you get the slogan right more often than the people who work here. It's Unite. It's uh, whatever. Anyway, yes, it is Ignite, and thank you. We'll be right back, everybody. Nope. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> and we are back here. Trev, UIC Radio, for one of the final times. Is uh, my beautiful partner still there? Yes, I've continued to stay on. Excellent. Uh, I'm so glad you have nothing to do. Um, <laughs> or if you do have something to do, I've, I've suckered you into not doing it. Uh, listen, this is the final stretch of the show. Because uh, I have to get back to not doing anything, and uh, Zaya has to uh, be whipped by his girlfriend into cleaning or whatever he said earlier. Uh, I think it was more that uh, power bottom or uh, yeah, oh, power yeah. bottom thing oh, she that, was into. Is that tonight though? I thought that was I thought the blueprints were still young for that to be carried out. I mean, we like surprises. <laughs> we do. We do like surprises. Um, Was that Lizzo, by the way? Was that who we were just listening to? Yes, it was. I like Lizzo. Yeah, she's uh, I, I, she's new, right? This is like her first big album. I, I feel like she's been around for a while. A friend of mine posted something of her playing Lufest, which doesn't exist anymore, in St. Louis in 2013. Okay. So apparently she's been around for a while, uh, but I think she just kind of blew up, you know, pop music style here in the last... Uh, couple months she released on maybe on uh valentine's day that uh whatever love song or not love song she did and it made me laugh to no end right uh john's written to show john here in chicago says first of all he double likes you now because you're a lizzo fan 
And uh, she's been around for some time, but not well known. So yeah, that makes sense. And she was so good at Loufest, Louis Fest. What was it called? Yeah, Loufest. It she doesn't so, exist anymore. Yeah, it, that's how good was it was. So good she they was, shut it down. Exactly. So they're like, listen, we peaked. We topped it. She's so good. This is the best this is ever going to get. We're done with Loufest. Uh, yeah, Loufest is actually disappointing. It was uh, a decent music festival, but unfortunately, apparently everyone can have a music festival, but this is the only one outside of the Fire Festival that's failed uh, <laughs> because they couldn't pay their vendors or something. Oh, my God. Was uh, yeah. Ja Rule involved? What's that? Was Ja Rule involved? I have to assume <laughs> that he's involved in every failed music every adventure. Fail, yeah, every failed festival, uh, Ja Rule somewhere behind the scenes. Ah, Ja did it again. Uh, like swipe or no swiping. <laughs> ja Rule. Ja, no, no ruling. Ja, no ruling. <laughs> uh, you know, the song that I heard of hers that on uh, Beats 1, which is Apple's radio station, which people should listen to, let me just say. Uh, <laughs> While you're eating your White Castle slider and <laughs> drinking your ice cold Pepsi. Absolutely. Uh, uh, both my show and Beats 1. But um, this is, I don't know if you've heard this one, but this is one uh, I like. Slow songs, they for skinny hoes. Can't move all of this here to one of those. I'm a thick bitch, I need tempo. Fuck it up to the tempo. I love I just that. like everything she does is basically saying that she is not skinny. Like her, and, and her, her album. whole thing, it's like she's the the non uh, soccer mom Megan Trainer. Right, <laughs> the better Megan Trainer, like a Megan Trainer who's actually good. Yeah, that's what I said. The non-soccer bomb <laughs> right. But yeah, even her album covers her naked, uh, and I think that's that is powerful. I think I love what she's doing, and uh, I, and that's I not a new it. thing. Like in those pictures that I saw from 2013, that's like, always her been. and her two backup dancers were going to town. Right, like, that's just her thing. Yeah, she's booty great. out, you know, <laughs> just. Love and life. Well, we love Lizzo here at the Trev program is what we're saying. And, uh, yeah, I do enjoy that song. Because um, I am I'm also uh, a thick bitch, not a skinny hoe myself. It's true. It is true. As much as I try to run away from it. Both both Zai and I. Um, I'm, need... I'm more of a thick hoe, if we're being honest. <laughs> but uh, right, right. I'll take a uh, thick bitch if that's what I can, if that's sure. what I can swing today. You're the, you're, you dip your toes into both waters. Um <laughs> I, uh, but, but to be fair, I do not dance. If anybody saw my clip from, uh, the laugh factory in St. Louis, uh, they really tried to get me to dance. And, and I really, I stay in my lane as a white man and I do not dance. And, uh, that's, and I stay in my lane as a thick hoe and I only (laughs) dance with slider in your mouth. <laughs> Everything nope. involves a slider now. Every time. Every time. Well, listen. Uh, I guess we should talk about at least one of the things we said we we're gonna, and uh, we'll go ahead. Um, Pete Buttigieg. I just I asked my people if uh, they like him. He's been getting a lot of attention. Uh, if I mean, if you haven't heard of him, he's a gay, openly gay mayor uh, from where, where? Wait, where was he mayor of? Indiana, somewhere Indiana. in Indiana. Yeah. Uh, of a town in Indiana, and and he's he's obviously brilliant. I mean, he's a road scholar. Um, he's very articulate, uh, very informed, and it's a nice change of pace, uh, like most things from what we have now. Uh, that said, I, I wanted to see wh- where people are at because I keep seeing him. He's being promoted very heavily by the media um, in a way that makes me think they like him as well. 
Shelton wrote in and said he thinks he's very intelligent. I agree. Eric says, in 10 years, I would love to vote for him. And he elaborated um, that he looked at him early on and found that his positions are not well-developed, but there's nothing about him that won't get better with time. Uh, So that was an interesting take. And then Andrew said uh, he does like him, among other things. He's been appreciating his moxie that he displays. However, AJ wrote in and says he's got very weak policies, certainly doesn't have the outspoken changes on deck that Warren has, but he's a spectacular politician. His answers are always intelligent, polished, strong, and simple. I've recently started putting him near the top of my list next to Bernie for speaking ability alone. What I like about what AJ said, I agree 100% with that stance. Um, But people underestimate, we can talk about policy all day long, but at the end of the day, what decides the president is how good are you? How, how good are you? <laughs> how good are what you? What was it? Uh, 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 is that a stroke? Uh, how, how good is one how, at speaking? How good? Yeah. How good are you at talking? Is what I was trying, ironically, to say out of my mouth. Um, I'm clearly not a candidate right now. How good are you at talking is the deciding factor, and that's why you watch the debates with Hillary and Trump, and people who like Trump think he won. And then people who liked Hillary think she won. But Hillary didn't know how to talk. She doesn't know how to talk. She just says policies and lectures like a college professor that nobody pays attention to. And so I agree with AJ, but I also agree on his policies. I don't think Pete is progressive. He worked for an organization called McKinsey. That's as capitalist as it gets. Look into that organization. Um, I don't want to get too Alex Jonesy here, but let's be real. In many ways, I am the gay Alex Jones. And uh, I'm working on my supplements. I thought Alex Jones was the gay Alex Jones. <laughs> that's true. I think actually we said that in early episode. Yeah, you outed him. Yeah, right? you yes, can't go back that's right. On your... That's right. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Uh, <laughs> we officially declared uh, Alex Jones is the bottom. I believe he likes yeah. being he likes being pegged. Is what we decided. Yeah, I think that's and that's 100 true. But he only re- accepts it from lizard people. Yeah, so. or frogs. He very explicitly wants frogs to be gay for some reason. And that's back to the toad romance. Maybe you watched a bunch of those Disney fairy tales. And that's uh, what it was. That's well, I mean, but if you've been listening to conservative Christians, Disney's been trying to turn us gay for years. Absolutely. And, you know, again, for some reason, bestiality just goes under the rug. But uh, now it's the gay. They're trying to turn everybody gay. And... Uh, My favorite part of Sleeping Beauty, the the or no Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, is she's there, you know, doing the singing, dancing, cleaning sequence, and she uses the underside of a turtle as a washboard, <laughs> and he gets a ton of pleasure out of it. And if there was ever bestiality <laughs> in a Disney movie, it was 100% in that scene. Well, now i got to look at that clip, because I don't remember. It's great. That it is wonderful. I would love, uh, like, a, a gay... Like, if we're talking about if Disney actually went full gay. Just, like, a gay, like, uh, you know, John White and the Seven Twinks or something. <laughs> and just went full... <laughs> no, I would like to see them do John Wick in the Seven Twinks, and that would be a much more interesting. <laughs> what a film. collaboration that would be! And uh, just, just Keanu Reeves refusing to emote, and a whole bunch of gay men who can't help but. It's Keanu Reeves trying to guide the misguided Twinks back to back to the <laughs> path of light, um, and they all they have all the names, you know, Power Bottom uh, instead of like Sleepy or whatever, Lazy. Uh, <laughs> oh goodness, bitchy. Bitch, caddy. Caddy. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, what fun. Someone who's good at Photoshop and has more energy than me. Mock that up for us. Um, I love it. Well, I like that you uh, tease seven things in and your, never talk uh, about them. your lead up to this show, and we talked very briefly about Pete. I talk Buttigieg. about that's my I, ongoing thing. At first, it wasn't intentional. I just go with it. I, I, I tease a bunch of topics, and we talk about none of them. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly, I want to take it to the next step and even incorporate it and be like, when we come back, my thoughts on Kamala, Kamala Harris. And then we come back and I talk about uh, grinder dates or something. This is totally never, ever talk about what I say we're supposed to talk about. Wait, you haven't been doing that for the last year and a half of the show? Well, I want it to be more intentional. <laughs> is all I'm saying. <laughs> I would like to say it's, it's parody or satire instead of incompetence. Uh, but that's ex- exactly what it is. Well, all you need is me uh, as your co-host because I refuse to let you get to anything you wanted to. That's very true, but especially video clips, which you hate, uh, which I I disagree. Some of it can be heard. No, you're wrong. It's always <laughs> terrible. You're always you always talk about what's happening in the video or get way too quiet while you're showing the video, Sometimes. but nothing's really happening audio wise because you get enthralled <laughs> in watching it. Yeah, I'm like I never actually research for the show, so I'm watching it for the first time. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, here, uh, give me a break and uh, some time off. <laughs> just sit there. I eat my uh, burrito. Um, well, I had something. Oh, what do you think about Pete? You know, honestly, uh, as much as it pains me to agree with anything AJ's ever said, um, <laughs> I hope he's listening. <laughs> he, why would he be? That's um, so true. That's so true. But no. Uh, I I kind of agree with that. The yes. hundred homes program or thousand homes. I don't really remember uh, what iteration that was, but I did some reading. I think you shared that article with me, and I I did have uh, some real issues with with that. And that really kind of is his big claim to fame. Yeah, he um, kicked poor people out of their homes, essentially. Yeah, he did a he did, and it was all under this idea that he was beautifying this hometown and and. While it probably did some of what it was supposed to do, what it it also you know hurt local business owners. However, that being said, I live in St. Louis, which actually has a rule based on a developer who was using a tax loophole to buy up tons of property and never develop it, um, and basically do the plot of Major League uh, on the city of St. Louis. Like he's <laughs> he's been kind of slowly devaluing everything. Excellent. Um, Excellent. So, yeah, it's so in in two senses, I both totally agree with what he did and horribly agree, uh, horribly disagree with how he went about it. So um, to answer your question, I don't know <laughs> what a, what a very long way of saying I'm stupid. I um, think. No, honestly, I think uh, Elizabeth Warren is the, I love the choice at this point. Listen, uh, I've sa- yes, I've said earlier in the show, I, I love both her and Bernie. But let me tell you, Elizabeth Warren is the one person everybody agrees on. Yeah. What'd you say? But we're going to choose. We're going to choose Joe. I, <laughs> I, Everyone I, wants Warren and we're going to choose Joe. I really don't know. I really I mean, I would not be surprised but I really, I mean, if you look at Iowa, which is the first uh, primary, according to the polls, Bernie's already tied him, and there hasn't even been a single debate or anything yet. I don't know that Biden has the clout that Clinton did with the party to really secure it the way she did. 
I just don't think I don't think Bernie and Joe duking it out is beneficial for anyone. Like well, the, that's my problem is yeah. that realistically the most qualified and the best candidate is neither of those people. Right. And both of them for the good of the party and probably our country should get the out of the way and let Elizabeth go do the things that she should do. Like so why did cuz you were obviously a huge Bernie fan. What made you change your support from him? I mean, I say I like both of them, but you very clearly said I love Warren and I want Bernie to leave. What made you take that stance? Bernie is another old white guy. Right. And uh, again, there's nothing wrong with old white men in the most generic sense. Right, uh, right. But we just don't need we don't need his voice right now. He doesn't need to be the leader. In fact, I don't think Elizabeth Warren is the best voice right now. Realistically, we need a strong black female or a strong Muslim female. We need to AOC. Step up and, yeah, well, I don't I don't know that that's true either because I feel like AOC is a more well-spoken Trump. Like and I, oh. and I don't mean don't mean that in a negative way. She is she has found her niche and she is pounding that niche into the ground and that's great like she's doing it for the right reasons and i think she's doing the right things but at the same time i think we need maybe a more seasoned political leader who knows how to get done what needs to get done and not the pie in the sky oh crap, what am I doing here kind of thing. Because if she gets there, she's going to surround herself with establishment and become the establishment where you really need somebody who knows what they want to do and knows how to accomplish it and can act on those things. And that's why I think maybe Warren's our best choice because I feel like she's seasoned enough to know who she is and how she's going to get it accomplished, but also still has at least some of the voice of, you know, the the minority and that she's not a classic white male right and listen i just quoted you on facebook so that people will start hating you uh yeah. aoc is a more well-spoken trump out of context <laughs> <laughs> so i hope we get some feedback on that love love that out of context absolutely <laughs> out of context it's a horrible statement I <laughs> but i get but what I mean, you're i get what you're is, saying if you look at it she approaches things in kind of the same combative social media driven policy like and everything she's good she at does that. is from twitter right and she's good at it she is yeah and but, so is trump right trump is right incredibly good right at that stirring up a pile or a swarm of bees and then and then walking away disavowing the fact that he ever did it right like just, just, yeah and people let him continuously get away with it oh, of so, course yeah um I actually found her Reddit account. AOC uh, was a Redditor and probably still is. And and she was like commenting and participating in Bernie uh, threads before she was famous and elected. Um, and it's very fascinating. And we're going to see more of that. It's just very fascinating to see people who've grown up and actually had a presence on the Internet become famous. And then you can look at their history when they were just regular people bitching like we were. Um, but she was actually on Reddit as a voter, um, being one of the people where, you know, everybody said it was a conspiracy, but it really happened. And she actually was on Reddit saying they tried to turn me away. I had to use a provisional ballot. They said they didn't have any and they lied to me basically because they knew she was voting for Bernie. Um, yeah. and, and so the DNC played dirty and it's not a conspiracy. It's a fact. And part of why, you know, I've never 
felt Trevor Noah was as good as Jon Stewart in any way. I think Samantha B should have taken over The Daily Show, and she rightfully continues the energy that Jon Stewart has. Um, unfortunately, she's once a week on TBS, which is about as famous as this show. <coughs> and so um, he had Debbie Wasserman Schultz on so that she could say, oh, absolutely not. There was no participation between the Clinton campaign and us, and, and there so obviously was. And so, you know, I... I wouldn't be surprised if you're right and they force Biden on us and then we can we will lose. Uh, let's be very clear. Biden is worse than Hillary and we will lose. Yeah, I just Biden. There's just nothing. There's nothing. He doesn't give us anything. And he's ran twice. And he didn't get the nomination for a reason. Obama picked him because he was less good. Yeah. He, to appease the people who were scared of a black man. He chose a conservative white guy. That conservative white guy is not a continuation of that legacy. That is, that was a compromise of it. Yeah, and I, I just honestly, um, if Michelle Obama ran, like if so Michelle Obama came out of nowhere, it was like, look, I think I should be pre- president. I feel like ninety percent of America would be like, yeah, we're okay with that. Like, I mean, her book is insanely like popular. Like the sales of that book are nuts. That's what I'm saying, and I, I I'm sure she doesn't want it. Like I'm no. I'm sure it's not her thing, but I would take Michelle Obama in a heartbeat. I would take Elizabeth Warren in a heartbeat. I would take AOC in a heartbeat as much as you know you uh, out uh, mis misquote me in that. I just <laughs> think that she's she's not there yet, and I don't. Well, she's young. I, and I'd like to see her in 10 years and see right. if she can hold the same clout that she does or if she's going to get stripped in, you know, one term. I, I th- honestly don't know. I think uh, uh, even if she's not stripped in one term, everything is so fast paced and everything's so flavor of the month with the Internet right now. Uh, I don't see anyone having a legacy that long in our culture. Um, I think we're past the point where we focus on a few individuals and worship them because there's so many voices and so many people able to express themselves through social media. I think she has the energy on her side now. I think she's using it very effectively. And then I think people are going to hop aboard and and focus on somebody else. Um, And she'll still try to do her thing in the background. uh, But I don't know if she'll be voted in again, if she were to be challenged. Um, She would still have to have that same level of popularity. And I don't know... I don't know if, if internet fame lasts that long, which is quite frankly all she has. I don't know. I feel like she's the only decent Democrat that's doing any real traction outside of uh, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, I agree. Social media or Bernie. I mean, Bernie is also a, a juggernaut on social media, but but I think it it's just... people's inability to focus on more than one person at a time. Quite frankly, like I think there's a person that everybody talks about, whether it's fucking Trump or whatever. Or then it's somebody else. And then anytime the American people have to do their own research or have to keep up on their own and it's not spoon fed to them, they don't do it. And, I, and, you know, I try not to be cynical, but most people do not vote. Most people don't give a shit. And so unless the media makes someone, you know, have notoriety, they're not going to go look into it themselves. So it just depends. I mean, she's very good at what she does. So if she keeps getting coverage and, and she keeps having quotes that go viral, much like I think yours is going to, that I've taken out of context. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would love if we went viral uh, for that and you were the most hated person for uh, 10 minutes. I really just hope that she sees it. Like, I want her to come <laughs> and me. Oh, it's going and, on Twitter for sure. 
yeah, for sure. I'll let's see. If, let's see if I can get angry AOC at me. Oh, I love it. Um, the one reason I don't want Elizabeth Warren to be president is because we share the same birthday, and I cannot be overshadowed like that. <laughs> it's the same reason I don't do gay pride. Every year they put it the week of my birthday, and I am far too busy celebrating myself to celebrate any movement. Uh, so I can't vote for her in good conscience because that's my day. <laughs> I'm just disappointed that every weekend uh, that there's ever been a pride in the town that I'm in, I'm always out of town that weekend. They're like, I've never planned. been in town for a pride. And I've talked about Chicago Pride on the show. You talk about a horrible festival. We're Chicago, and we get effing nobodies to sing. It, there are people on YouTube red. Who uses that? And And it's like... Fucking San Francisco got Lady Gaga or something. Like, where's Chicago? I feel like we could get somebody, even like someone like Christina Aguilera, who's not that famous anymore. You know, why can't we get somebody? Oh, but yeah, Pride here is a, it's just uh, the whole state of the movement is rainbow capitalism, as it's referred to. And I've bitched about it, but it's sponsored by Bud Light, for God's sakes. I mean, Bud Light is uh, the most. I got nothing. I, I was gonna. I was gonna try and make a. Uh, it's it's Imbev now. I got nothing. Right. Uh, I got got absolutely nothing on you, Bud Light. You, you burned. Uh, the oil's burnt out. Uh, you're ready to just you know go home, be submissive, and uh, eat some sliders. I understand. I am. I am too. Um, well, listen. I don't disagree about the Bernie part uh, as, as much as I love him. And it pains me because I feel like his whole life he's been representing this shit. And he is the reason we are talking about any sort of progressive policy in this country. And so it would suck. Like, I feel like he just deserves it because of all the years and hard work he's put into preaching it. I feel like he's definitely earned to be president. Um, and it sucks for me to see him not win just because I feel like, God damn, this guy has worked harder at this message than anybody. Um, that said, you know, he, he can't get what we saw. He couldn't get the black vote. He couldn't get minorities. And Warren can. I think she at least has a chance. I think she uh, does. As where, just, which is weird because I know Bernie has been fighting for I know. equality his whole life. But at the same time. For whatever reason, he just doesn't capture that demographic. Well, it's because, you know, Warren's really smart in how she gets specific, and she talks about her upbringing, middle class, and struggling, and, and she really does focus on more specific issues concerning minorities. Bernie's is, he focuses on the class warfare, which is the root of it. Classism, the ruling class, uh, oligarchy, that is the overall part of it, but that doesn't really connect with, you know, black people when they hear an old guy talking about change. No matter how much proof he has that he is committed to change, if in your message you don't specify that you recognize the plight of the black community, etc. And I feel like Bernie doesn't get specific enough, and so they just see this old white guy talking about, you know, uh, the ruling class, and they think, oh, sure. But Hillary, as a white woman, got a lot of minority support. Um, she got those votes, and I think Warren, even more so, has the campaign. I mean, she's way better than Hillary. So if Hillary could do it, I firmly believe Warren could, and we've seen Bernie could not. So yeah, I just don't. I don't think Bernie, for no other reason, there are people who are in the same way 
many people were Hillary, you know, nobody or Hillary. Right. Um, I, I think there are Democrats right now that hate Bernie so much that they are anyone but Bernie. Right. And that's, that can't be, if, if we need anything right now, uh, and I, I don't consider myself Democrat or Republican because I think it's a dumb divide that's, you know, intentionally set up to make it. So we'll always be a, a two party system and infighting. Right. But moral of that story is I think she's the best of, of what we have. And she has the only chance of maybe unifying what's left of the Democratic Party. I agree. And I think uh, the Bernie people like her enough. They'd settle for her. And I think the Hillary people who might be Biden people now, I don't know what the fuck they are. Um, no, I think I think if you're a Hillary person, uh, the only thing you could be is an Elizabeth Warren person at right, this point. Like, right. I think that's the only thing you could be because nobody nobody who likes Hillary is going to Bernie. I just I don't see I, that I, as a. I agree, and so that's what I, I think. Like I think you mentioned to me, and somebody said it somewhere, but she's everybody's second choice. Yes, or third. Even or, if she's yeah. your third choice, she's still that's enough. Yeah, she's there. Like she's everyone. You might have a better, or you might feel that someone will be better, but there's no one thinks that she's going to be bad. Exactly. And that's where I'm at with and, her. And I think that's why she could take it and actually win. Um, yep. Well, listen, I my I have a Warren t-shirt, and my Bernie shirt didn't get delivered, so that might be a sign. Um, and my support was solely because of that. Uh, I didn't get my shirt from Bernie, so I switched to Warren. Uh, that's, my, that's the basis of my political beliefs. Um... I agree with you about the old white guy thing because on my very first episode, and I've said this since then as well, my political belief boiled down is that old people should die. <laughs> and I think that's everything. I think I think we just, yes, are there good old people? Yes. Are there old people in my life that I love? Yes. But the sacrifice is worth it because for the most part, the boomers are the worst living generation, period. And it's time for them to go away. I think, and I've said this before, and people people tell me it's probably uh, discriminatory. I think the older you are, the less your vote should count. Because <laughs> you have I, to live with the consequences of your decision for a less amount of time. And everybody's 18 once. Everybody would get the same amount of weight. But I think if you're 18, your vote is more important because you got to live with this shit. Whereas if you're 80 and you vote and you're like, Trump, MAGA 2020, and then you keeled over... How is that fair? Here's the thing. There are way more, uh, you know, millennials and 20-somethings than there are uh, uh, boomers. So if the our generation or the generations after us actually showed up to the polls, it wouldn't matter. Right. But we also still, you know, we're in a society that fosters hate. We're in a society that fosters a lot of those things that make Trump what he is right. so uh you're you're fighting an uphill battle one way or the other uh, right so yeah I, I think we're all screwed and we <laughs> should just uh give up and that on that note that is a beautiful summation of where we're at uh you know the, look at listen to what you get on this show we talk about food for 90 percent of it Talk about Diet Dr. Pepper and breakfast sliders, crispy breakfast sliders, which you should always be enjoying while listening to the Trev program. And then we talk about issues at the end when everybody is already tuned out. <laughs> but uh, I know I have. <laughs> and I have as well. So listen, everybody, um, as I've said before, these are some of the final episodes on UIC Radio, so get them while they're hot. 
<laughs> just going to describe everything like food now. Um, get him while it's Where hot. Where music and culture ignite. <laughs> uh, that's the slogan that only only Zaya remembers and nobody else on this station. Um, I really enjoyed the show today. Thank you, Zaya, for joining me. And I'm proud to say that I believe our piece of shit equipment actually captured the magic of this episode. Zaya has appeared on the program previously. And probably for the better, it was erased from history. 100%. Probably for the better. And if this one were to do the still same. Still kind of praying. Still kind of praying. It just disappears. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same. When I go to f- save the file, um, if it doesn't ignite in a literal sense, um, I, I'll i be disappointed. <laughs> uh, listen, follow me on all the social media, Twitter at Trev Show. Let's see if we can get AOC to publicly denounce Zaya as a human being and uh, make him public enemy number one for a day. It shouldn't be that hard. It really shouldn't be. I really think we can do it, sisterhood. All of my sisters listening, we can make this happen. Let's make the world hate Zaya. Um, more than he even hates himself. That's the goal. I have so many students that are like, we're ready. Already They're there. ready. <laughs> AJ listened earlier. He's like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm fucking yeah. him. Uh, AJ, you will never be Nathaniel. Nathaniel has a chance. AJ does not uh, <laughs> to be an acquaintance in Zaya's uh, submissive sex dungeon. We will be back possibly next week. I don't know. We'll see. And uh, I'm going to have my favorite guest call in again to be determined on who that is. Zaya thinks it should be Merman. I'm a fan. It's a good choice. I mean, it's a good choice. I'm not saying it's it's not. I feel like he was the only one that was sober for any year. (laughs) We have an eclectic mix of guests, most of which are uh, on some kind of substance. And that's who that's who I can get. Listen, I take what I can get. And and those are the kinds of people that can call and sit around and do nothing. Um, and I'm also going to have our super sister. That's our top fan. It's not Zaya. Uh, someone who's listened to the show, very dedicated. I'm going to have them call into the – they've been on the show as well. Um, so I'm going to try to get some of our most uh, enjoyable people involved for the final episode of the show. Go out with a bang, for God's sake. Uh, who knows? I might die on the way to California, and uh, I wouldn't blame the world if that was my fate. So we're going to make it special. It's not going to be a goodbye, but it is going to be a big change. Uh, we're trying to set something up in Fresno, meth capital of the country. Uh, I hope it's blue, as we've discussed. That's the key factor in it, whether meth is good or not. Um, yeah, we'll see where this goes. Thank you again, Zaya. I think we've said it all. Absolutely. Um, just to Go to White Castle. Go to White Castle because everything is horrible and we're screwed. <laughs> That's the message. And yep. with that, I hope our uh, White Castle enjoys our nihilist promotion of them. And they should embrace it as a brand, quite frankly. Because they don't even have a brand. What is it? Just, just the White Cat. There's no brand there. I don't think they need one. I think the <laughs> the uh, stoner movies in the early 2000s oh, did that right, for them. Oh, you're right. You're right. Well, we're rebranding. It's time for a rebrand, a reboot. White Castle's where you go when you've given up on society and you realize we're all fucked. Um, and I think with that, we will see you. We will. You will hear us. Whatever you. What is it? Whatever makes sense. I don't um, listen, I'm trying to be professional, uh, but it's not, it's not working. <laughs> we'll be never back. Never has, never will. Never has, never will. We'll be back again soon. Thank you, everybody. And thank you, Zaya. You've been listening to Trev, one of the final times on UIC Radio. And I don't have music ready. Zaya, will you, will you give us one more transition? Boo, 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 boo. This is UIC Radio, and Trev is terrible at his job. This is where music and culture ignite, because Trev doesn't know how to work his 
stupid board. Oh, thank you, and we'll see you later, everybody. <laughs> oh my god, is it? Oh, here we go. Okay. Nope. There we go. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Goodbye, Satan.